You know, after seeing your moves, you have the potential to join our team. The BFGs may seem like fun on the surface, but without the right tricks, all the fun disappears fast. Let me tell you about our most recent exploits. Hello, and welcome to D4, where I, Dustin, and I, Devin, Cody, am a 5th edition game of Dungeons and Dragons. We're back! Sorry about the late start. We had a couple of goblins we had to kick out. Uh, um, hey! There can only be one goblin. It's you. Okay, that's fair. And there's no I in goblin, just for the record. <laughs> but we are back after two months. We know it was longer than usual of a hiatus, but we needed the break, and although you haven't seen us here weekly, it doesn't mean we haven't been working on stuff. And my head hurts, so... <laughs> we have a couple of announcements um, coming soon. First big announcement is our lovable Katie Adkins is out there following her dreams and had to move out of state. But just like Ethan, we're able to keep her here remotely. We wish her the best, and hopefully you'll be seeing her pop up more across the internet doing what she loves. Uh, next announcement. It was Ethan's birthday yesterday. Yay! <laughs> So happy birthday to our Thanks. wonderful and amazing bard. And last announcement is you might notice things are a little different here, but don't worry, we will have answers to all of that in the next week. So stay tuned on our socials. Uh, and yeah. Yeah. Uh, but since it's been such a long time um, in between episodes, we're going to skip the full ad reads tonight and just quickly take a moment to thank our sponsors of Die Hard Dice, D&D Beyond, Idle Champions, Beetle and Grimm's, Eldred Foundry, and Meeple Madness. Make sure to get your free Idle Champions chess code by using the one that's at the bottom of your screen for those Be watching Garb on Twitch. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure that's what it is. It is. Um, and then enter hashtag Eldritch for your chance to win a $50 gift card from Eldritch Foundry. Please go support all of them and let them know who sent you. Make sure to keep up with all of our announcements over the, uh, over the next week at d4dndrpg.com and our socials. And without further ado, let, let us immerse ourselves into the chronicles of D4. Happy Lunar New Year! <laughs> and welcome back. Last time, on a drifting dory of a determined descendant, it began as Vinley had just discovered the true identity of Captain Lascalar, which preceded a deeper discussion with Prince Lomroil. After releasing his mind from being locked off from his memory, although his illusioned human form still remained. Meanwhile, V got some one-on-one -on -one time with Kahuna, as he taught her how to float and the fundamental principles of how to swim so she'll be less afraid of the water. And I just want to take a quick second to pause on the recap to thank Nate, uh, a.k.a. Bigby's Hand, for that amazingly new intro. Literally, uh, he threw that together uh, last minute, and it came out incredible. So thank you so much, Nate. It's super cool. All right, uh, back to the your regularly scheduled uh, recap. <clears throat> uh, the mm. party then... Uh, have uh, they have a house meeting uh, where Vinley informs the rest of the group of uh, her newest discovery as they all realize how much more complicated their arrival in Evermeet will be. <laughs> they also talk about how they want to spend the rest of their time on the island of Kinsholm while also teasing V about how hard she is crushing on the big himbo Kahuna. A lot of them split up to find tiki bars, watch poi fire, and water spinning while hanging with Kahuna. Seisha rejoins Gariel to continue their last night together before separating for an uncertain amount of time again. Harold and Karina went out into town interacting with the locals in a game of questions. 
However, the questions eventually got turned on each other and led them into a deep and powerful discussion where Harold learns about Karina's past, the fact that she is now technically a queen, and how much she has lost without be being given any real time to grieve. In the end, Harold makes a promise to Karina that if he ever has the opportunity to cast the fabled spell Wish, he would make sure to spend one wish on bringing anyone from her world that she wanted back to life. Here, so in back on in to here to Toril, so she would not have to ever feel alone or alienated ever again. He also offers himself up to present himself as Karina's royal courtier, if need be, while on Evermeet. Meanwhile, Vinley stays behind and prays to Jergal, the Scrivener of Doom, before purposely tossing herself over the edge of the ship, causing herself to sink and drown in the bay below. In the last moments of limbo between life and death, she is cryptically answered by the former god of death in guidance on how to right the world's paths to its natural end and not one plagued by the Far Realm's influence. She is then rescued by Mala, the young water genasi daughter of the revered mother Elion. When everyone retires for the night, those who have not found themselves yet find small, special, personalized letters and gifts reverse pickpocketed into their clothes from Abe. The next morning, the party arises with Amtharn Glebrum to say their final goodbyes to the crew of the Chained Mermaid in the Isle of Kinsholm before transferring over to the Elvenbilt and Halruin Enchanted Skyship, the Sturge. While boarding, they find the visage of Captain Lascalar informing his crew of who he truly is now that his mind has been restored and that although he still looks like a gruff, bearded human, he is in fact an elven prince. They all get acquainted with the crew of able-bodied sailors, the first mate female half-orc heel, and the coxswain flapjack, a sentient and telepathic flump. Uh, after a while of sailing across the cloudy skies, a storm brewed on the horizon at the stern of the ship that seemed to move faster than a storm should, naturally as it approached the sturge swiftly. Soon the party saw a ship without sails as it began to approach, emanating not only the storm clouds and bouts of lightning, but also an enchanting song that lured almost all of the sturge's crew and V over the side. In a battle of wit, words, threats, and counterspells, the BFGs learn the Revengineers and the masked Medusa Captain Vilka of the Fulgur are bounty hunting the Sturge for Commodore Zord. Captain Lascalar and his crew were recently responsible for taking out a shipment of Jarlaxle's gun shipments between Luskin and the Lord's Alliance. As the Oops. two crews came to an understanding that peace was worth more than the potential annihilation, through Harold's convincing words backed by his allies' actions, a truce was brokered, and the Fulgur and its crew retreated back towards the Sword Coast. What a waste of a wyvern warden. <laughs> After the battle, the party joins with Lamruil in the galley as they discuss the prince's history within, a, within and beyond Evermeet. How he is unfavored as heir because of his frivolous nature as a youth and the fact that he married a human woman named Mora. They all also learn a little bit of elven history of Evermeet's creation, the war between Corellian and Aranchi, also known as Loth, the demon spider queen, and how she has used servants such as the traitorous Kaimil Nimison to kill the Moonflower monarchy. Eventually, the crew and the BFGs saw the signs of nearing the hidden Isle of Evermeet. 
through the points of interests and unnatural phenomenon pointed out by the half-elf sailor, Amtharn, as they come across a storm bigger and more violent than any they have ever seen before, they notice the presence of a leviathan, a tempest, and gargantuan monstrous sea creatures waiting to protect it. However, the captain, being the prince of Evermeet, steps upon the bow and sings an elven song while blade singing with the king's blade itself, creating an arcane weave that protects the ship and its crew. And that is where we pick up tonight's story in the beginning of this year. Woo! The clouds of an internal storm that fully enveloped the Sturge begin to roll off like a warning fog, a waning fog, as you are heralded by the deathly blade-singing dance of the prince, wielding the one and only King's Blade. His voice, soothing and calm, with a touch of melancholy, carves through the storm as he pours magic from both elven word and whispering blade, cutting through the wind in a melody that harmonizes his canorous song. It is the only thing you hear, despite the visage of gale winds and clamorous thunder from violent lightning that surrounded you just beyond the veil of protection he and his ship grant you and his crew. A light crests through the fading mists, so resplendent, it feels if you have been drowning your whole life and only now know what air truly is and what it feels like in your lungs. For a moment, a morbid thought passes through your mind, unsure if you have perished at the whims of the protective storms and passed into the realm of Arvindor itself, the holy forest of the gods. It's either that or perhaps this place where Arvindor itself has fallen into the prime material plane from the heavens itself. Elven legend, in fact, for Vinley, claims that very thing. Before you is a sight that brings many of the sailors to their knees in awe as it too beckons you to kneel in its resplendent beauty. All sound returns with the last ringing notes of Lamaril's blade singing in the wind like a tuning fork, and you are greeted not only with unparalleled glamour but with the soothing rock and crash of soft waves Miles of beach, beachless edges filled with the vibrant green coniferous trees and the warmth spattered paintings of others. The sea surrounding Evermeet, inside those regions of protective cyclones and rough weather previously ventured, is eternally calm and of the deepest cerulean blue. The lush, verdant island before you presents a vision unequaled in any mortal realm. The closest any of you have ever seen is the whimsy and strangely oversaturated color of the Feywild. Traveling across the trackless sea has only led you from one increasingly, geog one increasingly geo geographical beauty to the next. Good Lord, that's a sentence. <laughs> right? However, this is more beautiful than any other place you've seen on the prime material plane of Toro. Um, as, but um, the shores ahead of you are forced with evergreen and ancient oaks nearly to the water's edge. A few other unusual species, such as blue leaf, duskwood, and massive shadow-top trees, are scarcely scattered amongst the cathedral of trees in smaller numbers. It is very presently in the midst of late fall, as you see many of the non-coniferous trees color the island vibrant warm hues of a sunset. 
Reds, oranges, yellows, even some pinks and purple treetops can be seen, most likely influenced by the island's intertwining touch of the Feywild. A single word whispers from the captain and king's lips in Elvish that carries on the wind as a whisper of pained inspiration of a dying man. As he says this, you see the city at the edge of the island on the southern side of the Estari. Estuary. That's what I said. Where the river and bay meet. Echoes of an ancient time when elves ruled the world and gods walked the lands. The soaring towers, round domes, intricate buttresses, and gilded palaces all are works that rival and surpass even the imperial cities of Karatur. But all are created directly from the land. They are grown through the wonders of elven magic. The city looks like a cityscape of perfectly sculpted crystalline shards of iridescent pale moonstone, grown and crafted in such a way that it creates a prismatic array of light that illuminates the city in divine washes of every color refracting off the buildings. It truly looks like what many people would imagine a heaven on earth would be. The Sturge, now drifting slowly in the air towards the island, still a fair distance away, almost comes to a halt as you stare upon perfection. Two low mountain ranges split by the river that nearly divides the island diagonally can be seen to the northwest. And if I remember, you might actually have an uncharted map. Um, I think Venley has it. Okay. I just, there's, no, a, I, there's did, an actual did, handout. I have the actual fizz yeah. wrap, yeah. yes. If you want to look at it as I'm making as these descriptions are being said. But Hang on, I got a lot of text prompts. <laughs> <laughs> Despite the height of the Halruin vessel, it is nearly impossible to see through the dense and colorful canopy throughout the island. However, a few things catch your eye for the more percep- uh, perceptive party members. To the northwest, just above the hills, you see giant golden eagles and pegasi on the opposite mountains, just like little, almost like seagulls, so far away. To the north side of the Moonstone City, you see a glade of autumn wildflowers, where a herd of wild horses can be seen grazing and galloping through the meadow. And although they appear normal, something about them seems magical, even from this distance. But then again, it could be just the air about this place. One thing you all do notice, however, is the smaller island just off the port side near the stern of the ship. It's a forest, forested isle, but also filled with stone fortresses that rival dwarven battlements and strongholds. Yet they still hold elven grace and design grown from living rock. Nearby, you all see a small fleet of elven war vessels anchored at the small ports that almost seemingly disappear into the ocean as if made of glass. And although you are unsure if you are seen quite yet or even deemed a threat as you have entered pass-through protections unscathed, you do see a few elven people dressed in gleaming armor that flows in elegant design and seems to not impede their movements in any way. Not too far off, in protected fields, hidden by treetops, you hear neighing and shrill screeching, but cannot see what causes it. Vinley, mm-hmm. you would instantly know this island that is not the main part of Evermeet. This one, just off of it, is Sumbrar. Sumbrar. Yeah. The headquarters of the Evermeet's military and navy. 
Yeah, we're not going to make a stop there, hopefully. <laughs> but at this moment, the hum from the king's blade noticeably deafens as it is sheathed. Its whispering hum now replaced by the small steps of Lamoril making his way off the, the, the bow back towards you. That and the soft sobs from Amphrem Glebrum as he looks upon the one place he has spent his entire life trying to find. Lamoril stops his pace, smiles at the elderly half-elven sailor, and gives him a warm brethren hug as he whispers, Welcome home, brother. Vinley, you know this to be very unorthodox, as no elf of Evermeet would ever consider a half-elf kin, nor would they ever welcome one home in such a way. However, it speaks volumes to Lamoril's journey and to his character, much in the same way it mirrors yours. Yet it is his next words that he approaches that solidifies you all back to the reality of your situation. There are a few things we should cover before making port, and what our plan is, and how to address one another. I do not have time to cover all of the customs and etiquettes, I'm sure, um, but, I have, but I am unsure how much time we have, if at all, before we're hailed. Until then, the ship will stay here. I suggest we go to my quarters and speak more in private. Heel! Have all half-elven crew get below decks and have Yilindar uh, act as first mate until I can find a way to find my true form. Have him fetch me in my quarters when we are inevitably boarded or soon to be. I do not wish any hasted silvered blades of the elven cavalry harming you or any others through uncultured bias. Oh, and tonight, light a vigil for those we lost to the Folger, so they may be guided to the Crystal Spire. Um, and with that, you see the capable half-orcish trans woman take over and begin delivering orders. Sails are brought in to half, and anyone that could be seen as unfavorable upon first sight by elves is taken below deck. The captain nods to you all and heads into the captain quarters. However, after he leaves, there is one crewman that does not seem to want to listen, as you all notice the old half-elven sailor whose knobby claws are still anchored into the, b the bow railings as he euphorically looks upon Evermeet's beauty while taking in the winds like he has never breathed fresh air in his life. When Heel tries to move him, he brushes her off like an adolescent child ignoring a step-parent. Seisha, you can read their lips in this short conversation. Captain says it's time to get below deck. I've waited me whole damn life to see this. And as soon as we get here, you aim to shuffle me below into the dark like a damn drow. I don't think so. Captain orders. Your captain, not mine. His ship, his orders. I be not moving. Fine. Your funeral. He's refusing to get to somewhere safe. I got you see as you're making your way, the half-orc first mate, like, shaking her head as she walks off and continues to round up the others uh, heading down. I'm uh, gonna approach Amthar Gleebrand. Okay. Um, Amp. Hey. It's beautiful, isn't it? Nothing like it. You ever seen such a beauty in your life? I actually have. 
You're from here, then? I am. And she's going to lean out over the boat and point to what I'm sure is just a dot far away. I'm actually from that island way over there. Right there. (laughs) (sighs) But that's right. I remember you saying something like that. It just... I guess I lost all thought when I my eyes actually laid upon her beauty. It's mesmerizing if you're not used to it. And I'm going to take one of his hands. Yeah. Amp, though, they will hurt you if we don't make a good first impression. They'll, they'll hurt all of us. They don't care. They don't care that you've never been here. They don't care that you have elven blood because all they see is your human blood. And I want you to be able to set foot on that island, not just see it. I want you to eat all of its food. And I want you to take just the worst shit in one of the nicest bathrooms here. And we're back. (laughs) Welcome to the Nastiest dump. Go ahead and roll me persuasion. I'm going to give you advantage. I will let you know, though. You can see in his eyes, despite the last bits of your words, there is, it, you're going to, it's going to be hard to convince this man. However, you you have a little bit, yeah, the advantage. You, 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 may, you may have pulled on different types of heartstrings. Yeah. Or butt strings. Okay. A 13. A total of oh a God. Yeah, I have a plus zero. Okay. I think I used my plus um, he looks at you. And you can't do that if you're dead. Nods and without saying another word. Well, leaves. you do take one last poop before you die. Like, as you die. I'm pretty sure. The body releases it all, right? I, I'm so, like, he sure. could I'm He sure could theoretically die in the nicest bathroom and take one last dump. <laughs> and he says, and he says, I and my feet will be standing on their shores when I do. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, Hell yeah. But uh, as he says that, he heads below deck. Yeah. You're unsure if you are fully convinced him, but Good job. right now, he's <sighs> below deck. Yep. That was exhausting. You were very Excuse persuasive. Um, is Before we move ahead... Is there anything else that you all would have been doing uh, when all of the descriptions were happening or anything like that? Um, Seisha would have walked over to where Venley was standing and just kind of reached out a pinky and hooked her pinky with Venley's. I don't think she even knew you were there. Yep, I don't expect she did. (laughs) I think she was in danger of falling over the side of the boat because she was leaning just ever so slightly, not touching her hands to the rail, just staring down. Um, okay. Yeah. Uh, anybody, anything happening from our upstairs crew? Yep. Uh, I rolled a 34 on deception to not look blatantly impressed. Uh, <laughs> Harold seems pretty placid about it all. Yeah. Wait a minute. And the inside, he's exploding. Hey, Peter 34. Go yeah. ahead. 34. 34? Would you have known no, to I can't, actively? I can't. Yeah. I, the highest I can get is a 32. Yeah. <laughs> Harold can lie to me. Yeah. Yep. Of course yeah. I can. Of course um, I can. 
is uh, he has flight yeah. anxiety. Yeah. Okay. And is uh, gripping on to whatever is available. And everyone's like, wow, it's so beautiful. And she like suddenly stands up and looks and goes, yep, looks great. And like slowly <laughs> looking at looking down at the ground, like freaks her the fuck out. So she's mm-hmm. just like, mm, not going to look, not going to look. <laughs> mm-hmm. And Petunia, are you doing anything? Uh, Petunia would, um, as as they get closer and closer, like she's like keeps looking over at Harold, like waiting for him to go below deck. Like, hey, uh, honey? Yeah? Maybe you should, maybe we should go... Because you're, I don't want you to get hurt. Eh, we gotta go to the cockpit first and we'll talk to the, the captain and figure it all out. C- Captain's quarters, not not cockpit. I don't know Whatever. what a cockpit is. I don't know what it's called. I don't. What is Are it? Are you okay, Harold? Sounds terrible. I don't think no, they do actually bird fights on boats here. Is Harold's that, right. Is it's... that like a pit with chickens? Yeah, yeah I don't he's think pronouncing they have it. It's a bird wrong. fight, oh. typically, last I heard. Cockpit is, is right. Yeah. Right? Okay. I'm impressed, Harold. Why? You hear a soft chuckle in everyone's head, telepathically, <laughs> as you hear Flapjack just kind of giggle at your... <laughs> I will die for Flapjack. Um, Flapjack is not going yeah, under. he's staying where... Well, yeah. Yeah. Just letting you all know. I give him a little five. All right. Just clean Noodly appendage. Yep. I'll take your hand and head towards the uh, captain's quarters. Okay. Yep. And then Karina, is there anything? Mm-hmm. Yep. No, no, just walking with him. Got it. Uh, when I see this kind of like, not banter, but worry from Petunia, uh, Vinley making her way also to the captain's quarters is going to walk next to Harold and put her arm on his shoulder. Once again, it's hard. It's super hard to read him right now. <laughs> yeah, that's probably weirder than if he were to be reacting at all. That's true. <laughs> that's why Petunia's like, "Are you okay?" <laughs> <laughs> I gotta be honest. How do you tell the difference between what half elves and elves? Facial structure. Well, what if someone's just ass ugly? <sighs> That is a good question, and that's actually Never a lot of that problem. the excuses that people get away with on Evermeet for having a half-elf child. Just really malnourished. They, they... So what if we just say that's oh. just Harold's face? He's totally full elf. Harold's like the best liar I know. Elves can't You'd have really to shave. I thought the ear hair. size was different. We can say he got an enchanted potion and he finds it rather dashing. You could. Uh, ear size is also... Yeah, aren't the ear sizes like? I like, thought you would craft you some Harold cute ears. Harold has shorter ears because he's half elf, and he has longer ears. Let's line. talk to the captain. <laughs> 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 Lay his hands. Oh, you just made yourself a half elf. That's yeah. it. Oh. Oh. full elves and half elves. Full elves can pop them off. I can't even yeah. do that. <laughs> We're like Wait, can't you just like use some sort of like disguise to make your ears longer? Pass as a full elf. I could, but what, uh, we have a plan. Let's get into the captain's quarters. We we'll talk about it. Okay. Uh, as Harold says this, you all walk in, mm-hmm. and you enter an elaborately elvish captain's quarters in design and structure, but cluttered and littered with a cultural bleed and display from all across Toro. It's a the walls and ceilings all have cascading interior buttress designs in an Art Nouveau style, 
um, that makes the room feel mm. more round and alive than angular and constructed. The ceiling is draped with red silks that sag between each rung above like a sea of red waves. The room is lit with round paper, round red paper lanterns, giving the room a very intense but warm and inviting glow. At one side, a nook bed is surrounded by books and trinkets from across the world. And at the other side table, a simple desk near a large standing globe. Uh, in the center, uh, an oval table with no chairs where you see Lamruel waiting backlit by the massive paned windows of the uh, aft of the ship. Quick question. Mm -hmm. Do we have our telepathic bond? Oh, 100%, if okay. you'll let me. Yeah, <laughs> okay. <laughs> Are you uh, up when the Lamruel? door shuts? Oh, when the door shuts behind us, be Harold reacts. Okay, door shuts and Harold does what? Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god! Wait a minute! You see this place? Wait a minute! It looks like the Feywild, but cleaner! Yeah. Can no. you imagine the bathrooms in this place? There I, I, I bet you can see your face in the floor tile! What is this? I've never seen anything like this! What, what is this? Channel. What is this? No, you were you were completely nonchalant about this. What? I have a job to do here. I'm not as worried about him anymore. And I have to practice not emotionally reacting to things. Yes, yeah, I'm happy to say that I can still do that. I'm glad to see that you enjoy uh, Homeland. Oh. Wait until the bathrooms, man. It'll be over then. Oh. I, uh, um, sorry. But <clears throat> sorry. We don't Prince. have much time. So, what is the plan? There was some quick talk uh, about some sovereign immunity and homage oh, and me. courtesy, uh, but um, and maybe we'll all get. But is it is it enough? Is do do we have an? I, I know we have a con, and and we have the I grand servant of the Raven Queen and also a queen yourself, if I remember correctly. Uh, but uh, the more we have, the better. What what else do we have? Oh. Before um, that, also, if there's, uh, if we're going to, um, we should probably find a way to return me to my elven form if yes. we aim to spearhead me as king, because I can tell you now, no elf of Evermeet, even if my name is Lamruil, will look like Moonflower. Uh, they will not kneel to a human king. But you carry that blade. I okay. That could be even um, worse. But a thought? Okay. Working on it. Okay. Oh, I'm finding it. Give it's her a happening. Second. It's um, happening. Should you really be hitting the shores just king? Uh, that feels like that might invite some travel. I think we need attention. Like I am. Well, I mean, like no. if she's gonna be real pissed about you being there. Probably hitting the shore that way is not the best idea, I but like a dramatic not, reveal. I did not plan to to just appoint myself as king and, and say go oh, through I the shore. Oh, I just make sure we can get in I the door safely. Absolutely first. planned on that. Yeah, yeah. I, I may be heir apparent as king uh, by lineage and by by rights of the king's by part, all but, divine right. But I can't just go in and undermine a council. It would cause chaos. Oh, no, I just mean getting you safely in the door and not having a whole Queen's Guard shoot you dead okay, on the so beach. Okay, so keep me in this form. 
at least until we're safely somewhere where we can be like, okay, so now we've got something to talk about. Would that, would that deceit upset them though? Oh, I think she's gonna be upset either. I'm, I'm thinking more about not just her, like everybody. They may demand satisfaction for the deceit. Okay, so you guys are saying like, you think showing up and lying is, is bad because we'll get caught? Or you're just saying like we should just show up as ourselves and be like, hey everybody, we got rightful heirs to the throne here. Hope y'all cool with this really quick switch up. I if I think we don't lie about who we are, but we don't make a big spectacle about who we are. At least okay. especially in your case. I think for you and Karina, a little bit of spectacle is called for. But as far as he goes, I mean, I kind of am subtlety. a walking spectacle most places I go, typically, but in the best way. So that's just going to happen um, because they'll be like, wow, a seven foot woman is here. That's in and of itself, unfortunately, going to be noticeable. You do stand out a little oh, bit. We're not, we're not, Only a little bit. <laughs> I can I can let you know now. Our our ship is in the sky. We're going to be hailed. There's no way around not being seen. Oh yes. So we're not infiltrating. But okay. Well, that wasn't what I'm, I'm meaning at all. Yo, I understand. Yeah. But what I'm saying is uh, to ease your worry, V. Um, it it is okay. You are going to be noticed no matter what. Uh, we go into the we're going into this knowing that. So. I, and I'm willing to go with what you say, but I think I think it might also be good if the people see me. They know me. And if we aim to not overthrow, but convince a council to reinstate me as king, um, it might be best if the people know I'm coming. How long have you been missing again? Over... At least a hundred years. Okay. Uh, is it presumed that you're dead? <laughs> no. Just missing. I'm sure many people believe mm-hmm. him to be okay. dead. Okay. I mean, being gone but... for a hundred years is like a pretty big deal. I'm pretty sure even in an elven lifetime. Um, mm. But I, I, I did want to say something real quick before we continue debating on how the heck to make our entrance. As uh, I, uh, we're all really good at immediately getting into fights everywhere we go. Um, so I have, uh, so I just want to, I just want us to be, I guess, prepared for that. And she has her like antler necklace out to make an inspiring speech. Because that's the thing I never remember to do. So so she's just like, all right, everybody. I just want to say some, um, inspiring words, I guess. Uh, the floor is yours. And uh, does by the way, when I do this, does the antler like glow or something? Does it, like do something magical, or am I just weirdly inspiring? <laughs> you just you speak. I'm just I, I'm just here to speak. Okay. Yeah. All right. So um, I like stand up, and then I feel like uneasy because we're flying in the air, and I immediately sit back down. And because <laughs> I don't like flying, I don't I don't like being in the water, and I don't like flying. So she was just like sitting down, kind of gripping on to the sides of, of whatever seat she has, and it's just sort of like, all right, this is fine. Um, so 
we're all going to get down there and it's going to be a time. It's going to be a time. We're all going to experience this time. We'll all be in this time together. And we don't know what we're going to face. We don't know if they're going to immediately be super cool with us overthrowing their kingdom technically by taking it back. We also don't know if they're going to be really, really mad about it. So on the chance that they're really, really mad about it and they, and they want to kill us, um, I'm going to tell y'all that we're not going to let them do that. We're not, we're not going to let them, let them kill us. We're going to, we're going to live bare minimum, bare minimum going to live. And, um, maybe, maybe, maybe we'll be sent through a, a dimension portal to lick our wounds. I don't know. Or maybe, maybe we'll uh, convince them, hey, we got this. We're cool. We can overthrow their government. So um, I believe in the six of us, seven of us, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven of us <laughs> to do this. Um, and um, yeah, so take that to the bank and, and spank it, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh, that was incredible. Wow. So, I, I feel uh, inspired uh, now. Wild, wildly inspiring. Um, uh, one, thing, <laughs> one thing I just thought of is um, no, I think it's maybe, like how many hit points? On, before you get into oh, that, yeah. okay, logistically, okay. Oh, yeah. how many uh, temporary hit points do they get? Uh, hold on, hold on. Give me those 30 six feet, digits. six people, you, you six. Yeah. Uh, okay, it's your level plus your charisma modifier. So your level is it my level plus your charisma level modifier? plus your charisma modifier. So my level is thirteen. Yep. Mm -hmm. So yeah. plus charisma modifier. So uh, you all get fourteen temporary Ooh. points. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take. Um, and then you were. So maybe it's. V made me think of something. Taking a it to the bank and spanking it. Harold. Okay, Sorry. two things. Um, a lot of the. Things I've read about, mm -hmm. like, protocol and things like that, um, semantics matter. Yes. So maybe instead I of... was going to go over a couple of things. Her speech made me realize how much I should probably inform you of Evermethian etiquette. I, I was just going to say that maybe instead of coming back and saying, hey, we have the king, we come back and say, hey, we have the prince. Instead of being presumptive that... Well, I think either way, we're going to get a little fucked. Oh, we absolutely are, but it that is cushions a, it a little bit. That is exactly how I wanted to present myself as well. Okay. As what people know me to be, not what I assume will be. Right. I, I want the etiquette rundown, okay. and then I need Karina to give me the second etiquette rundown, because we're in this as a team. Oh, yes, of course. Yeah, um, so just... I Let's yeah. hit that first etiquette rundown, and then, um, uh, and then I need notes. <laughs> I need I notes you. so bad. Just out of curiosity, um, Petunia and I, I don't think, have roles in this, so where do we fit in? Well, is, is being a lore seeker enough? Um, well, we I... Greyhands. Oh, yeah. I, um, Finley? What? Yes. How Find it. amicable are elves to non-elven deities? I mean, we'd rather do without. 
Um, but depending on the <clears throat> deity. Lamarill will speak up and go, it depends on the deity. Uh, of course, we on worship record. the Seldarine, yes. but there are a few benevolent uh, gods and goddesses that we respect. Like Mistra. So if, for example, a Chosen of Tomorrow were uh -oh. to be amongst the company... Wait, what? Yeah, I guess I forgot to mention that to everyone. Is, Is that anyone in this group a special chosen person? Because, like, that's pretty sick, but, like, also, man, what are the chances? Uh. Is, is, is that why things just always seem to go right around you? I thought that was They at least do now. Huh. Okay. Virginia, that's incredible. Congratulations. Um. It's pretty oh, unbelievable, oh, oh. but you know, if it'll keep them from killing me, I'll I'll tell people. <laughs> uh, yes, uh, Mistra is amicable. Um, I wouldn't put her above Seldarine. Uh, no, okay. it's just the way you said it was very confident about how you view. Well, Mistra. she's a pillar of existence in society as itself, but it's fine. Oh, it's, this is gonna go so well. It's <laughs> fine. We're but fine. A, We're fine. a chosen of Timora, yes. Uh, uh, blessings and, and good tides. Yeah, that, that would be fine. Uh, I'll I carry the luggage. <laughs> I was... I don't know. I was, was planning on just presenting you as a lore seeker. And okay. We've had luggage this whole time? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we throw it in Vinley's hole. Yeah. <laughs> I don't have to pack much. So things not to say on Evermeet. <laughs> yep. Yeah, let's, let's start um, a list. The only luggage I bring is is, is my <laughs> otter. Oh. Okay. Yeah, the otter? You know? I ought to check on that and make sure it's okay. I want to say fine. about 35% of Evermeet will enjoy your otter. No, I don't think that. I don't think that's. Uh, I think you see, Lamaril kind of looks over everyone, and is anybody wearing white? No. Well, mm -mm. no, technically, you tend to wear. A oh, white. I got a white shirt on, but I've got like the the rest mm. of it's you know green, gold, brown. Um. Mm. Okay. Uh, are you mourning anyone? No. The people of Waterdeep, maybe. Well, I mean. Would that, that would probably work against us, wouldn't it? Would it stir less controversy for me to simply change my shirt? I will let you know that it's, it, white is the color of mourning. On okay. Evermeet. If you are truly so mourning someone, mean, nobody will you know, question and tell you that you're not allowed to mourn. I'm just letting you know what your clothes represent. Uh, greens are more favorable as it symbolizes purity and connection to nature. Um, this one, and forgive me when I say these words, mm. I am one as well. But oh, I know what you're about to say. No one utter the word gray elf. It is a derogatory term towards silver elves, moon elves. I didn't even know that word till now. Same. I didn't know. Yeah. Now that's in my head. That well, don't there speak are it unless you elves. want your tongue cut out through satisfaction. Satisfaction is a duel of honor, mm. and one can only claim it, and only if they have the status to do so, uh, and have been truly wronged. It is not to the death unless absolutely necessary and agreed upon by both parties, 
and it is only to regain one's honor by fighting for it. If you claim satisfaction from being dishonored, you set the terms and reason, and the accused claims location and time within 24 hours. Hopefully this does not come up. What are the chances your sister would? She can't. I've already gave her satisfaction for what I did. Okay. Uh, it has to be within a timely manner. You haven't ah. been here for a long time. I couldn't claim satisfaction because I haven't been here in over 100 years. If you okay. want to what claim satisfaction, it must be at the time. What if she demands satisfaction for us bringing you here? She that is not a worthy reason. She wouldn't be brave enough to claim satisfaction against the rightful heir. No one would see that as dishonorable. Can you have a proxy? It is possible, but it okay. has to be agreed upon. Okay. Mm. okay. <clears throat> I don't even remember. If you do any shopping or need to pay for services, trades and goods are prefer preferred, especially rare seeds, herbs, raw materials. They do accept outside coin for the precious metal, and they can be smelted down and be used for other things, like turning into jewelry or magical artifacts. You may hear the word natelkasir. <sighs> it is a derogatory term for non-elves. It simply means non-elf, but it is not favorable. If you hear it, accept it. That's all I can ask you to do. Oh, so we're cool with slurs here. Got it, got it, got it. Well, they are isolationists. It's not entirely surprising. So what? They're going to look not. at me and they're going to call me a Mattel Casino? Yep. What? Mattel Casier. It literally right. means not an elf. Yeah. Cool. It, it, yeah. Sing again? The word you want to hear is Shaw Casier. It means friend of the elves, and it is an honored title that is not easily earned. New life goal. <laughs> I'm just trying to make it out of here alive. I can't even say it. To me, <laughs> you are Shaka's here. But you will not Boom. have... Life goal established. Already did it. Mm. Wow, I'm so proud of all of you. <laughs> Lam Lam laughs here. I am good! Well earned. Uh. Um, and then last, make sure to stand... If whatever ruling faction we ha uh, has been replaced by my mother enters or is standing and do not sit until after they have done so. Just keep an eye on us. Whenever we stand, stand. Okay. Unless you're called on specifically, in which case we should stay seated. So, am I going in as a human or am I presenting myself as Prince Lamoureux? That's what I was going to I address. I think... In Prince. I, that is what I, I would prefer, need... but I will lean on whatever tactic you think is necessary. Your Personally, sister is the one that we have to convince. I think if we conceal your identity, it would give her more opportunities to stop what is happening. It also might give them reason to distrust us. Exactly. I just, what if we make I just it my fault? I'm not throwing you under the bus to these people. No, I'm... I'm a dignitary, you're a dignitary, you needed a way home. I've contracted this lovely uh, Miss Gallinodel uh, to help me ferry you back home. And we any, play on my ignorance. Is there any reason why I would that, not be that wouldn't work. revealed sooner? 
No, I mean, like, if you I walk in no. as the prince, I understand. Karina, oh. that wouldn't work because she would have told you what to expect before bringing him here. So that would put blame on her for being the emissary, so to speak, and not informing a noble of elven custom for Evermeet. Blame me for being a rude dwarf and not listening. I, I would rather not have any animosity. Um, anything that we can do to shine favor upon us, although a great favor has been being done by you bringing me home, but it's been a while, I'm guessing, since my mother has been ruler and things may have changed. The, the, the honest truth in this case, I think, is our best approach. We've done nothing wrong in bringing yeah. you home. And I'm not I saying agree. you have. Right? right. So there's, But what I'm saying is there's no need to... Um, Disguise our motivation here. You were saying? Oh, I was adding words. Oh, Fabricate, deceive, things like that. That's probably not the best option. Okay. Um, does anybody have the ability to remove I a do. high oh. illusion? High illusion. Hmm. I do know what it is. It is, it is illusion. I can dispel no. it. That, that would work. What, um, how much power is gifted to you? Oh, if I had to put a number on it, I could do it all the way up to six. Oh, so uh, I could probably pump up a remove curse to get any He's, lasting. Bonds. You've already cast remove curse on. Yep, and uh, it is not a curse. It's gotta be a dispel. I do know it is an illusion. <clears throat> the remove curse got rid of the the mind fog, but. Uh, if you would like to try. Hey, man. I'm going to do it now while I still can. Uh, I will... Uh, I'm sure we've had an hour on the way here to rest, Oh, you, right? You, you, yeah, long we've rest. We've had a long rest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, hell yeah. Oh, sweet. Oh, I'll do absolutely. that. And then, uh, yeah, I will pop you with a sixth-level dispel magic. I need you to roll a d20 and add your charisma modifier. Oof. Wow. Uh, luckily, I'm a charisma. Oh, no. Guy. <laughs> oh, not charisma. Uh, dirty 20. All right. And um, <clears throat> what does your dispel magic look like? Uh, you see him clap his hands and pull them apart, and you see a holographic version of his mask kind of like in all these swirling purple colors and smoke suck the magic into its mouth like... <sighs> Like off of your body into it, and then I slam my hands, and it just purple smoke dispels between both sides. Yeah, and as yeah, you you see it, and yeah. you <laughs> pull it out, and as this purple smoke envelops his form, um, there's this moment that you all sit waiting to see as um, it begins to fade and fall away and dissolve and dissipate, and standing before you is no longer a grisly, gruff-bearded human, but a very handsome male uh, moon elf that has slick back black hair um, that almost has this silver sheen to it when the light hits it. Like olive bronze skin and this chiseled jaw Think hmm. if uh, Henry Cavill Stop. was... That's what I was thinking. <laughs> Stop. Was an elf. Yeah. That's what it looks like. Oh. That guy's as good like, looking as I am. 
So like if Henry Cavill was like skinny? Less less defined in his musculature, but still muscular. Yep. Live. Yep. yep. So second lean. year of college, Henry Cavill. Yes, definitely lean. Second year. Of very specific. Second year of college, Henry Cavill. Before he started taking like what is it, like PEDs? I was gonna say the halfway point between <laughs> Alex Ward and Jesse Jerdak. Oh, good one. Yeah, that's good oh, one for the people oh, that know that um, in the TTRPG um, world. Yeah, that's good. That's good. Star, yeah. Starlight. That's a niche reference. Stardust. Stardust. Humphrey. Okay. Well, that that worked. Oh, oh my face. Thank you. No. Thank you. Happy, Captain. All um, right. Prince. Highness. Uh, yeah. Prince. I gotta get used to saying Prince. Highness. We're still on the ship. You can call me Captain if you like. Captain? Uh, how are we, uh, besides the fact that I am working with a very powerful foreign dignitary, how are we gonna keep me from dying? See, that's that was my next thing that I was gonna bring up. Like, now that this is fixed, I was going to say how... Um, if you work for me, wouldn't it cause international war if you were killed? What if they ask... Actually, that's a good question. What they have such, they have such a very big amount of defenses. I I worry that they're not terribly worried about war and how difficult it is to get here. Yeah. See, the problem with you is that not only are you a half elf, but you reek of constructed city design and demeanor. Honestly, how in tune with nature are you? Wait, I've got it. <gasps> I'm just gonna reach and grab a uh, handful what of seeds that? and just chuck them at your face. To cast Druid Craft and cover you in blue shimmering moonflowers in almost like a little, um, what's the fucking word? A capelet with a couple in your hair to cover your ears. I have spent many t much of my time in the, uh, in the wood uh, studying many different f types of botany and flowers and such to see the absolute presence of Evermeet in person has always been my greatest dream and to be here on behalf of my lady is truly remarkable and I plan to only speak when spoken to and to honor the customs of a place such as this. Oh, okay, Harold, here, I'm just going to help you out a little bit and I pull a pin for the Emerald Enclave out of my haversack. Now that might work. Wear this and if anyone asks, you're an initiate. I am an initiate. You have gone through the vision, and you are seeking to become a full member. Uh, and everything then you why just would did, you work for me? everything you just did, very convincing, by the way. Because the Emerald Enclave is everywhere. Um, I just don't know if they'll be able to. Like, some people have the ability to peer into minds. Just keep that in mind. Mm. Um, I might have something for that. Allow me to check one moment. We're very, very I still well have a mind shield potion because I never took it. They're not my thing. That okay. sounds lovely. Here you go. <laughs> not yet. I'll hold on to this yeah. until the time yeah, comes. Making sure yeah. to hand it to you. Yeah. It lasts an hour. And when that runs out, I've got one too. Okay, so we have a con. We have a queen yep. and a servant of the Raven Queen. We have a chosen of Timora. We have... Are they cool with the Raven Queen? Like, should we advertise that? From what I've heard about the Raven Queen, I would be surprised. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm. They may not see her as... Hostile? 
grandly favorable, because it's not Seldarine, but there might be ties closer than you think. Okay. Just from rumors I've heard. What are the rumors? She's from the Fey Lines. And this place is touched by the Fey Lines. Okay. <clears throat> but, um, we also have you two. As you are uh, a representative of the Emerald Enclave, which will be seen favorable, but Indeed. you are from Evermeet. But I'm also a sister of one of the current council members. A disfavored sister, though. However, that should be able to get us there. Hmm. It's fine. And my claim was, frankly, you. You do have that honor. You are able to say that you are the one that restored my memories and have brought me home. And you are a lore seeker. Yes. And I have news about a potential threat to all of Toral, including Evermeet. As a lore seeker, that word may hold some weight. Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, tell me about it. Um, just for... Posterity? Mm, not posterity, but um, for um, function. Would it be a good idea to not let on that I speak Elvish? So I can yeah, potentially hear I... things that they may be careful about saying in front of... That if we want to do some subterfuge, then sure. Okay. I will let you know I... as soon as we set foot upon this island. That is the only tongue you will hear. Sure. Sure. I also might... speak Elvish. So do I. I it it might be beneficial to just it, but I make don't it... speak it. They might see it as respectful that we can all speak Elvish. Ooh, I do not speak it, but I can comprehend it if I think mm -hmm. about it real hard. I, I was just thinking that maybe overhearing things that they wouldn't, if they didn't think I understood, they might say things they wouldn't say in front of me if they knew I did understand. Why not both? Do not s let it be known that you speak Elvish until absolutely necessary or requested. Knowing that, posthumously, after they've already spoken ill, is a fault of theirs, not of yours. Okay. And Karina, I will gladly translate anything. Would comprehend language um, benefit you better, or excuse me, would, would tongues benefit you better than uh, comprehend? Let's be honest, if I hear too much, I'm not going to keep my cool, so it's probably best this way. Mm. <laughs> Fair enough. But, um, Harold, where I'm from, the courtiers, they, you can whisper to me anything you want to say. You have the ability to speak freely. At all times, the courtiers are the only ones that are able to speak freely. Uh, so you can say whatever you want to me, and it will be considered respect. Understood. Um, and I should refer to you as... Um, I don't know. The, the courtier just called my mom by her first name. I, I don't know. What would you like? Oh, I, I don't like titles anyway. Um, okay. But what you... should I refer to you as to them? Um... 
Um, it would be Her Royal Majesty and then your former for, formal name. Well, but if he's just talking to me, I, I don't know. Typically, that's only upon the first time you meet someone. And oh, then I, thought, I thought he was making introductions. Yeah, well, no, it is, like, it is that's introductions. I'm like, I'm going to call you Karina because that seems to be what you're most comfortable with. But when, when, I, when I first introduce you, Her Royal Majesty... Oh, I've got a is, whole title. Is it is oh. it a a kingdom or an empire? Um, it's Queen of Give me the, that title. Queen of the Swirling Marble, Queen of Anzanden, okay. and ruler of the Apollo people. Okay. Oh, okay. Uh, hold on one second. Intellects <laughs> my dump stat. Could you repeat that one more time? Um, Queen of the Swirling Marble. That's really pretty. Uh, Queen of Anzondon. Queen of Anzondon. That's our mountain. Perfect. And ruler of the Apollo people. Of the Apollo people. Mm-hmm. It's believed our people came from the stars. Are they going to be grumpy if they don't know, if they don't recognize the locations? That's on them. You said they're isolationists. It doesn't matter if they don't know. Yeah, they're, well, I agree. They know. Whole My understanding is they're still very well informed. They they know of Toril, but if there is some place that they do not know of, because uh, other things that I've learned is that Evermeet was shunted into the other plane for Who most was? of the time, as that's where I was, and okay. then I took the Halruin ship. Well, okay. could have sprung up. So that works, yeah. Yes. Also, we kind of... We're isolationist ourselves in the mountain for a long time. So for all they know, we were in a mountain they've never heard of. Perfect. Okay. Sounds great. And then who will be the uh, courtier for you, V? Oh, I thought Harold. Can he not be for multiple? That's I don't think it works that way. Oh, no. Oh, no. I can uh, speak Seisha? Sure. Okay, running out of people, so. Yeah. Or Petunia, which are, Petunia may be a better option. Petunia's Because she's small? She's chosen. Oh. So we've got a short queen with a tall courtier and a tall con with a short courtier. Yeah. It's all about balance. That sounds very balanced. I like it. Size means nothing. It's what you do. (laughs) I've heard that about boats, that it's really more about the motion of the ocean. Yeah. (laughs) But it takes a hell of a lot longer. I can't swim. I wouldn't know. So, (laughs) But you can enjoy it. Are you going to introduce me? It's not all about boats, you guys. Come on. Face goes flush as she looks up and sees her prince. Uh, It would be a con Viumiliana Unbreakable Heart Vetterock. Unbreakable Heart, I think. That's what it says. It's Unbreakable Heart. But I'm trying to figure out that whole title goes as one thing. If I'm listing it in order correctly is why. I think you're, you're... Epitaph. Epitaph. Goes in the middle. Is that's, what ep- I, that's what I said. I said Viumiliana, Unbreakable Heart, Vetterock, but Khan goes first or last? I don't... I'm sure you will have time to figure that out before we reach the council. Um, I think... 
I have books. Oh, you know what? You know what? I think it's Vio Miliana, Unbreakable Heart, Veterock, Khan of the Veterock clan. That sounds right. That's the title. That 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 sounds really good. So we'll Defender go with of that. the Star Mounts. Definitely mention that your clan defends the Star Mounts. Oh, Defender of the Star Mounts and Within the High Forest. Star Mounts, High Forest, Dimension Portals? Uh you say prime some material plane. Yeah, plane Protector of the Prime Material Plane. Protector okay. So protector of the Defender of the star mounts in the high forest. Of all in this and that. Of all in this and that. This and that there. And protector of the astral plane. It's been prime. Prime material plane. But prime material plane. As all of this is happening, Karina, at mm -hmm. some point during all of this. Mm -hmm. You hear a whispered message in your mind. Uh-oh. The Dusk Maven requests your presence promptly. Find me in the darkest shadows of the ship. Got it. I'm going to Irish goodbye out of the captain's corner. Okay, so while all of this <laughs> while chaos while is arguing happening... arguing about like, the title, just... <laughs> and, like, Harold turns to look where you once were, and it's, like, and it's pronounced Lurove... Okay. <laughs> I'm gonna wing it. <laughs> Where do you go? Uh, I will go below deck, mm -hmm. uh, behind some storage bins where it's really dark. Okay. And just kind of hunker down in there. In the depths of the hull storage, deep in the bowels of the ship, you are met with complete darkness. I know you have dark vision. Mm -hmm. And you see the softest flicker of a lantern light. And from there you see a familiar face. Xyla Nilo, the Shadar Kai priestess, beckons you to follow her further into the shadows. I'm going to walk with purpose. Okay. How she got here, you do not know. And in this light, you notice at this moment, she looks different. Her skin is pristinely white, like a porcelain doll. Her horrific scars that were across her face and body are nearly impossible to notice now, as if they were not there. Her hair, eloquently as white as her skin, a drastic juxtaposition compared to the ragged look she seemed to have while in the unnaturally dark basement of Ken's home. What do you do? Oh, don't you look lovely now? <laughs> oh, I love this. I love this. You look fantastic. You needed to talk to me. The matron of mothers does not wait. Oh, pause. Sorry. Is it what I think it is? Yep, yeah, yeah, that's what, yeah, yep. Yeah. And it's... Yeah, I got it, I got it, I got it, <laughs> I got it. Uh, doesn't say that, sorry. She says, the matron of ravens does not wait, so you must trust me. Trust the darkness. Hmm. Okay. And 
She continues to back up into the darkness. Following with her. I do have some, I have an appointment I have to keep with my friends, so if we could just, whatever we need to do, just real quick, please. The ghostly white elven woman blows out the lantern, and you instantly feel the shadows grow darker Mm. and deeper beyond the walls of the ship. You feel the emotions from you drain as dread begins to fill their place. You watch as her visage fades back into the one you saw before, more weathered, scarred, and gaunt, like a walking corpse. She then turns and walks into the shadow as if it were a thick, black fog that your vision cannot pierce. Do you follow? Mm-hmm. As you follow into the shadow fell, you instantly feel the floor drop out from below you as you begin to fall. Feel that feeling of your stomach, like going, cresting over the top of a roller coaster as your stomach goes into your throat. And you fall thousands of feet. You look up to see that there is no ship on the other side of the veil, nor is there any island that the elves call home. What do you do? Uh, Have I landed yet? You have not landed. You are currently falling. Relinquishing myself to it. Okay. You see. And noticeably so. Mm -hmm. Noticeably giving in. Uh, You notice that she does the same. Um, I'm just imagining that scene in Alice in Wonderland where we're both just kind of (laughs) like... Below you, you, do you see movement? As... There is an endless sea of torment and tidal waves. You crash into it, but you do not feel the pain that you thought you should. It's thousands. You look around and you see thousands and thousands of bodies filling this black sea as a tempest of black clouds and white sheets of lightning crash deafeningly overhead. But drowned out, by the cacophonous cries of ravens feasting on the bodies of the dormant mortal flesh that floats around you. However, you notice is not the flesh they pluck from the carcass, but instead a sliver of silvery thread in the same light that you remember that cascades from the Tower of Memories. You look around for the High Priestess, but you do not see her anymore. What do you do? Is this something I'm swimming through? You are basically in an ocean. It's like as if you were mm-hmm. where you, on the prime material plane, you would have fallen into the ocean below yeah. you. Yeah. But the ocean is also filled with mm-hmm. floating bodies. Okay. The ocean is not made of bodies. Okay. That was why I was Body surfing. Do mm-hmm. I see any location? Um, give me a perception check. Okay. Okay. Uh, let's see here. Uh, 17. 17. Um, at some point when the waves become too much, almost a complete opposite of the calm of the ocean that you saw in the prime material, it is a torrential, a torrential storm around you. Your head bobs underwater at some point, and you see deep, deep in the water. A pillar of light. Of course. 
and I will dive down. Okay. As you swim towards it, you swim and swim and swim, and eventually you pull yourself up out of a puddle of murky water no wider than a carriage and no deeper than up to your ankles once you stand tall. Soaked and tired, you see the familiar no-man's land of a thousands and thousands of broken and rusted iron, broken blades stuck into the ground like unmarked gravestones, all bathed in the perpetual glow, the soft, radiant light of an unfathomable tower. Your footing still feels perpetually unstable as you are drained of all of your emotion, yet you are closer to the tower than you were the last time you found this place. And above the sky is now a swirl of oil and water and a myriad of greys as you watch ravens fly overhead, grasping memories in their beaks like worms to feed the nest that is the glow of the tower itself. And from atop that tower is that unknowing darkness that emanates and pulses as it speaks. You have been called here. As one of my cursed has informed me that you walk the mortal realm claiming to be my grand servant. <laughs> it's not actually a claim. It was a situation in which I felt that somebody else was making potentially unrightful claims to you or potentially had ill will I wanted to make sure that they were honest and doing right by you. And some people will only answer to power. I was fully prepared for you to call me to the carpet for this. I say nothing without knowing that you can hear me. And if we're being perfectly honest, I kind of am. Probably the biggest servant you have, because how many other people can offer you an entire world of memories? You do not see any face. Mm -hmm. You do not feel any emotion, as this is a place void of it. You called me down here and I came immediately. What is that but a servant? And what do I offer but something grand? I don't take titles I don't earn, but I will make up a title here or there if I think it will help to ensure that somebody is being good and true. I now have to bear three titles I never thought I would. This is the only title I feel I've actually earned. And with that, the whimpering pleas of a man whose memories were stolen from him are now his again, because you gave him faith in me. Faith and beliefs are very powerful, mm -hmm. much more than the fleeting emotions my sister feeds upon and the imposter that took my old throne. But no matter... My sight no longer dwells on the wilds, but here in the sorrow. If you are to be my grand servant, it may best suit you to know more about the mortal realm on which you, on which you tread. That would help. Your mind can now access 
any history my fortress may hold. Out of play. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. You gain, <laughs> you gain proficiency in history. Okay. As if you were from Toril. Okay. And the way you receive this information when you make these rolls is in the form of memories from other people's pasts. That's so cool. That's dope. That's the coolest thing I've ever heard. Um, it really is. <laughs> what what does that make your history roll uh, now? My thirty-two. My, <laughs> my history is now a plus seven. Okay. Nice. Not nice. bad. Right. The voice continues. Continue to have others find faith in me, and I will continue to grant you boons. Speaking of your companions are all blessed by a god in some way. I see it fitting that you also carry such power. Thank you. And with this, you see flashes of memories that pulse almost in two sides. The left side of your vision is wrenched in shadow. The other, you see flashes of memories. You get the sense that you must choose a path. Okay. Um, the two paths, without telling you what they might do, uh, one is the wisdom of the fallen, and the other one makes you more shadow-touched. Wisdom of the fallen. All right. Out of play, you may increase your wisdom modifier score by two. This now also makes it, if it doesn't so already, makes it so it can go past 20 up to 22. Okay. I oh. rolled. <laughs> so what is your new uh, big number for wisdom? Uh, 19. It's a plus four. Okay. Uh, this will help with any of your druid spells, uh, any wisdom saving and mm -hmm. wisdom skills. Also, it helps with sanity saving rolls. Yeah. Which is necessary in this game. Yeah. <laughs> um. Um, and with, with that, you see just, again, that it's not memories of people dying, but it is the wisdom that those memories carry. You now have those memories with you. And with that, you find yourself almost the world around you that you saw with this tower and ravens and this darkness kind of fill your mind as it all goes dark. And you hear a, in this darkness, the fluttering of wings. And you are in darkness. And as your vision and your dark vision takes hold once again, you are back in the hold. And the only thing in front of you is Simone. Hi, sweetie. Hmm. And like. it's gonna... <sighs> Why can't she just pick a beachside cafe next time? <laughs> and just gonna walk back up and immediately find Harold and just be like, sorry, I had to take a shit. <laughs> You don't even have to apologize. I've been there so many times. It's totally cool. What I miss? 
they talked a lot. Oh, okay. I guess I should have been listening. And then if you keep your silverware, specifically your salad fork, on the left side of the plate. I really don't think left that's side, going to be necessary. Just in case, my prince. It, it, he your, is your, like, oh, sorry. Your last name is pronounced Lurove, correct? Lurova. Lurova, cool. You literally see V sitting there, like, pulling out small strands of hair and kind of, like, doing this and, like, tying small knots and just, like, literally, like, not... <laughs> like, she's completely spaced out on all of, like, Vinley's etiquette <laughs> and everything. And it's just like, oh, I'll figure it out when I get there. <laughs> it was Forest of the what now? Oh! Um, shit. Out of play. Forest of the what? I know V would actually know this. That's the only thing I'd missed. It's at the high high, high, high high forest. It is the high forest. It is the it's star the high forest. Star mounts of the high forests. Oh, okay. So, like, uh, defender of the star mounts of the high forest. Protector of, of, of the prime material planes. Plane or planes? Is it multiple plane. planes? One plane. It's one plane. But multiple portal dimensions. Mm-hmm. That's perfect. And there wasn't another name in there? Nope. Uh, it's just three main ones. Okay. Emiliana, uh-huh. Unbreakable Heart, Con of the Veterot Clan, Defender of the Star Monster, the High ca- uh, Forest, and the Protector of the Prime Mutual Plane? Yes. Cool. I mean, we could throw some more titles in there if we really wanted, like, sure Best time. Fighter Just at make the it awkwardly fist. long for them. <laughs> 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 And uh, winner of the. Uh... <laughs> I don't think we need to put in all of us. Sometimes all of less is more. Yeah. Unless, I forgot what they... I won at the Big Kahuna place. Um, I won a contest, but was it was it hula hooping? Was it hula hooping? I didn't win hula hooping. Did I'll, I'll write it down. I'll write it down. No, it wasn't okay. She's pretending to write in her sketchbook more. <laughs> Just pretending. <laughs> uh-huh. 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 Yep. Uh-huh. Uh, but while <laughs> speaking to Lonel, unless there was something important you wanted to say? No. Okay. So I should just, I read through my notes and I'm pondering something yep. that happened. While speaking to Lonel and coming up with all of your titles and returning back from uh, relieving yourself, a lithe and scrappy elven sailor throws open the dual doors frantically as a cascade of light fills the room from behind him. Uh, Captain, uh, we're being hailed. Uh, I got some big flying beasts headed our way from Southeast Island. Uh, what do we do? Uh, should we rather ready the ballista? Uh, just in case, you know, uh, decide to change the tides. No. No. We can't show any signs of aggression. We will lose. This army took down an armada invasion once before, and we are but one ship. BFGs. I think it's time we prepare ourselves for elven politics. Wait, I can start that for now. Okay. Hold on. What what would be considered a way to uh, announce our arrival in ten words or less? Um, That's one. We could say, may the sun and moon rise to meet you. Can do. And I will go out on the deck and... Um, before you, yeah. uh, like, as you go to that door, 
there is a massive shadow mm -hmm. that fills the room as some as if something is blocking out the sun from overhead that grows deeper and deeper before a gargantuan beast that looks to be nothing more than a blur of browns through the back windows flies down past the aft of the ship and you all feel the ship rock and keel slightly towards the back from the wind pressure change caused by the draft of such a creature <laughs> That's a good video. In that moment, while everyone is still here, Vinley pulls her wands out real quick and uh, slams the bone into the ring of Jurgal and quickly taps herself, the king, and Harold. And I'm going to cast a fifth level aid. Everyone, your maximum hit points are boosted by 20. For everyone? Oh, wow. Uh, the, the three, three people. Okay. Three. I was okay. like, wait. <laughs> wait, um, all of our maximum hit points? No, just just Lamarwil, Vinley, and Harold. Okay. Yep. Um, okay. Yeah, these are not say, temporary. We're, we're not really, we're not, <clears throat> Sorry, uh, Harold, these are not temporary. It is your maximum hit point raised. So, yep. And they last for eight hours. Thank you. Yep. So and everyone me, has 14 temporary hit points. And everyone has 14 temporary hit points. Mm -hmm. can, can you do me a favor? Uh, if possible, uh, tonight, can I ask you to cast Ascending for me? Absolutely, if we make it to tonight. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and as you say that, you would see Karina darting out the door, yeah. up the st uh, uh, out the door and onto the deck. Uh, and she what you see, Karina... Waiting outside is a cavalry of pillars that stand perched upon the railing. As you see a convocation of soldiers riding atop massive giant eagles. A neigh calls out from overhead and falls down as a rider spirals slowly before the clops of hooves land upon the hardwood of the main deck just in front of you, Karina. Oh, I would have cast this as I was running out. Uh, cast, cast. I am casting Skyrite. Okay. Uh, to put the greeting. The Karina would have remembered. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Uh, the greeting that uh, Venley said into the sky in uh, shimmering silver letters. Perfect. Yeah. So, like, they'll, they'll also see her being like, yeah! Yeah. Like, you literally are casting this as you come out, and literally, like, you're looking up, you hear the clop clop, and you look down, and sitting before you, uh, is a commanding knight riding atop a Pegasus. I'm just gonna. And go she ahead. immediately takes a regal pose after. Like, <laughs> yeah. Oh god! I gotta step outside there. Yep, I step up beside Karina. I'm just gonna go ahead and note that every Pegasus I see, I'm trying to gauge if it looked like the one at Mother's Keep. Mm. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> trying to think of it. There was a Pegasus. No, I, no, yeah. I remember exactly what yeah. it is. Yeah. Uh, I'm just trying to discern like how before. different Pegasi look. But cool. Yeah, um, does this one look more like <laughs> cumulus or does this one But does everyone come out? I know Harold is like rushes right to your side. Uh, I am wherever my prince is. Okay. Um, I'm with V. Got it. Hi. All right. Uh, v, are you leaving the yes. captain quarters? Yes, I am. I'm staying in the back, but yes. I'm, okay. I'm okay. Ready. So right at the doorway. Yeah. Okay. Cool. And 
Um, so as everybody makes their way out and you see this, it uh, looks to be the leader upon the Pegasi, and it's like the entire railing around the ship nearby is just these massive eagles, these big birds of prey perched on the railings. There's a violent swoosh of air that blows past you and causes the ship to list once again, followed by a shadow that builds like a looming cloud of doom that shrouds over you, blocking out the sun once more. And suddenly there is a massive thud followed by an ear-piercing screech that pains you and echoes out from behind as the whole weight of the ship shifts towards the back end. You look back. Um, you only see the head of this creature. But the rest of you look back to see the biggest bird of prey you have ever witnessed in your entire life. The size of an adult dragon or older. <laughs> size of an ancient dragon. I just saw birds. <laughs> it's that big. Yeah. That's what I said. Or older. Like a beer dragon? Not that big. That's like uh, a continent dragon. size. Okay. Toral dragon. Like the red dragon we fought. Yeah. Nope, bigger than that. Bigger, yeah. than, bigger than, that. than that. It's bigger than the red dragon you fought. So it's an ancient dragon mm. size. Its wings now cresting into each of its sides, folding in from a massive hundred foot wingspan. I am going to watch the uh, captain, for lack of a better word, of the uh, elven guard to gauge his reaction while everyone's introducing themselves. Uh, your passive insight? Passive is, I think it's 20, I know it's 20. Passive insight is 22. Okay. okay. Uh, I just wanted to make the record clear that I did pee myself a little bit. Okay. Just cool. a little bit. Though. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the soldier seems <laughs> the soldier seems unfazed, mm -hmm. um, not surprised, and uh, I'm watching when they introduce themselves how he reacts to that. Oh, to mm -hmm. how they yeah okay how the rest of the part how how he reacts to who everybody is Got basically. It. Got it. Um, the soldier that rides this bird dwarfs in size in comparison. But from their frame, you can tell that they are an elven female, not clad in the silvers and golds of swooping and cascading design that mimics nature you see most of the other soldiers bear. Instead, you see that her attire is of leathers and barks and bone, all elegantly woven and designed and layered to be form-fitting, but as durable as any other hardened armor with the elegance of formal attire. And she removes her helm as her hair cascades down across her shoulders and her eyes pierce glaringly down at all of you, much like the eagle she rides. And with an infuriated, disdainful voice, she speaks. Then Lenthriel Galanoda, what is the meaning of this? I'm going to put my staff in front of Venley. Pardon me. I am a visiting dignitary. I do believe that we had a lot of things to discuss. I have not been made aware of a visiting dis dignitary. I what is the meaning of this? I told you not to come. Well, um, Amelia, I come bearing great news for all the land. You 
bring great news to this place after what you did. The only thing that follows you is death. You're right. I don't actually bring the good news. You're right. Uh, he does. And I'm going to step aside. Please allow him to introduce himself. I think you'll like this very much. And... I'm trying not to smirk. <laughs> uh, and stepping from the doorway, you see the captain. Take his take a step next to you, Vinley, beside you. And he gives you a look, Karina, and just nods. Uh, and kind of giving you just that with your even your passive insight, you're good. Mm-hmm. But but a thank you, like mm-hmm. almost like a little wink, uh, mm-hmm. as as he just kind of looks up at this massive uh, eagle that is bigger than any eagle you've ever seen. I will say this. <clears throat> she was speaking Elvish, so she knows you speak Elvish. Mm-hmm. Just for everybody else playing that card. Yeah. She knows that Karina speaks Elvish. We're going to assume cast a couple of languages. Mm-hmm. I did. I forgot to say it. No, it's okay. It's okay. <laughs> I mean, it, you can cast it as a ritual spell, so it doesn't even take a yeah. spell slot. So, And there yep. was pl- ample time for yeah. that to And then we know you talked about it. Yep. <clears throat> um, so, yeah, for, so at least for the next hour, mm-hmm. you understand Elvish. May not be able to speak it, but you understand. <laughs> uh, and uh, kind of looks looks up. I wasn't aware that a moonflower needed such permission. And you see Amaria just like her irises dilate, pupils. pupils just become pinpoints. No, much. the irises. <laughs> <laughs> just, Everything goes black. Uh, and just an astonished look and you watching the other one, uh, the, oh, the Pegasi rider, the, the Pegasus takes a step back, just feeling the movement of its rider mm-hmm. as he sits back deeper in his seat, seeing who just walked upon the main deck. I would like it to be on the record that I rolled a deception check to hide how much of a little brat sister I'm being right now. I'm just like, <laughs> uh, what'd you I get? Got a twelve. Got so. a 12. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's not. You're not hiding it very well. You yeah. got a little shitty and grin right now. Do I need to roll deception to look confused while they're talking in Elvish, or can we just assume that mm. I'm good? What's your passive deception? Uh, passive deception would be twenty. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> 22. You're Just good. assume okay. Seisha wins every roll ever. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> You're good. Um, and we'll continue. Valenthriel uh, here brought me home. No, please, my prince. She kind of sits back now with a little bit more confidence. Hmm. What illusions are you trying to get at, little sister? You, more than anyone know, I don't like illusions. That's not my thing. And 
he kind of lets this tension kind of sit just for a second, almost as if like even your passive insight can see that he understands sibling rivalry. He understands. You can you almost pick up this. He's been in Finley's shoes. I relay all this through the telepathic link. Basically, any impressions I get, I'm going to relay through the telepathic link so everybody is on the same page. Okay. Um, there is that, that, but that familiarity there um, as he was the outcast. And uh, as, as this just almost this stare down between you and your sister... You can see her jaw clenched. You can, you of all people know, she, even though she is hiding it very well, you know that she is fuming. And there is a hum as you hear a shing as the king's blade is unsheathed. As he unsheathes it, I have a passive inside of 19. I'm going to be keeping my eyes on her waiting for if she appears like she is going to make an attack of some kind. Okay, okay, got it. I also rolled a three on another deception check when she was staring at me. <laughs> Vinley got almost the status effect frightened. Okay. <laughs> you see as the king's blade is brought forth, all of the perched eagles and the pegasi all bow in reverence. As she speaks up, do not bow to him. Although he holds the blade, he is not king. While she's speaking, I very slowly and methodically get to one knee, then another, and get full, like, <laughs> elvish proper bow yep. to the prince holding the king's blade. Um, and you, you know that uh, the others would be doing so if they weren't mounted. Mm -hmm. It is basically, they are bowed with their... Uh, their yeah, with their mounts. And she goes, I command you, stand. And you see them all stand back up. I may not be queen, but neither is he king. For we all kneel to King Durathil. <laughs> you see, Lamaril. Really, Durathil? He was one of the ones that I had. You don't even have to roll. He was one of the six. Oh, yeah. God. <clears throat> oh. I haven't stood. Yep. Uh, and uh, he'll. But that was just so you see that this is no illusion. As you all know, as he addresses the soldiers and then lastly landing on your sister, that only one who is worthy to hold this blade wields it. Any other instantly turns to dust. We all are aware of the lineage of that blade and how it fell into your hands. I also see that your past still follows you, Lamruil, as you have brought these Nuttelkasir here to our homelands. 
And I see that you're just as stuck up as ever, Amaria. Now kiss! <laughs> A 22? What the fuck was that? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you would know that uh, the prince um, would be familiar with the head of the families that live within. Yeah, but that sounded like dabble. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there. I mean, there's definitely some form of familiarity. Thank you. Um, whether it's you know. Mm-hmm. Just... In Bentley's mind, worst case scenario is probably true. So in the telepathic bond, you just hear. Oh. Yep. Uh, but. <clears throat> Well, Dorothy, also, um, for, I'm guessing you have probably stepped out further now. If not, just let me know. No, I'm going to stay where I am. Okay, cool. I still have What is your stay. passive insight, then? I'm the only round ear here, so I'm just going to stay back. <laughs> 14. 14? A passive perception, 19, investigation of 20. Does anybody have a higher insight? 17? I do, but I can't see. You said Nin- 17? 19. 19? Okay. Uh, Harold and Karina, when Amaria said that we bow to King Durathil, there was... She didn't like saying it. She did not like saying yeah. it. Why those, you get the bile up in your throat when you yeah. gotta say it. Yep. <laughs> King Durathil. <laughs> yeah, King Durathil. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I was thinking about something else. <laughs> like coughing up a hairball on deck. I am still no. I'm still here. Okay. I think it would be wonderful yeah. to speak to King Durka. Because he hasn't told me to get up. What is your purpose here? Uh, he'll. he'll Oh, wrong. Yeah. I'll stand slowly while I let her question hang while she, her hands are shaking. <laughs> My purpose is merely to reinstate things as they should be. Things have not been how they were for a while now. Much longer than you know. Even if it is a fleeting time for us. Well, then I'm sure we're all equally excited to get things back the way they should be. I will inform the king and his advisors of your arrival. Thank you so much. And you feel like the, the, like almost like the ship hitting a wave as it just shifts and just massive woof, woof, as just these... Gusts of wind are blowing past you, uh, ah. and she flies. <laughs> flies. Catch Petunia as she falls backwards. Towards... Petunia is the Wilhelm scream of this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she flies towards the moonstone spires mm. of Luthulspar, the capital of Evermeet, and home of the Moonstone Palace, where there apparently is a new king residing. This is ahead of schedule, isn't it? There was never an official date. Right. It, nope. The official date was before the end of the year. Okay. Yep. So, yep. Cool, cool, cool. But 
as you watch your sister in this massive bird. We're going to take a break. So, you're not scared off yet? Think you're ready for pants that leave rashes and eyes that burn into your mind? Well, you've only heard half the story. Let's see what you think of this. Here we go, and we're live. Oh, we're back. Hello. <laughs> we're back, baby. 2023. Professional. Wow. Okay, hey, hey, wow. we're back. Um, <clears throat> so, to catch up, people that may be just coming in now, um, the group is at Evermeet, floating in the air. Uh, they discussed how they were going to present themselves to uh, the council. It's going really well. Uh, and, <laughs> and got their names straight and um, made Lamruel look like Lamruel again. And then uh, Karina had a fun time in the Shadowfell, uh, speaking to her patron. And She rocked like a boss. Yep. Yep. Uh, it may also be in our notes. Karina will sass. Um, <laughs> <laughs> didn't already know that. Like, Karina that's just now. Yeah. yeah, no, yeah, it's fair. We know. Although, I, I did write, um, <laughs> we store our luggage in Venley's Hole, which is now canon. Okay, yeah. <laughs> uh, and then um, they were hailed by the Evermethian cavalry. I wasted this guy. Uh, <laughs> of uh, Eagle Riders. A Pegasus rider and a rock rider who just so happened to be uh, Amiria, um, Vinley's sister. Rider of eagle, that's embarrassing. <laughs> you smell like eagle. She, she smells, smells like, like bird. Um, <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> but as you all take a moment to catch your breath again, as the weight literally and metaphorically lifts off of the ship. You watch as Amiria riding the biggest golden eagle back to Luthelspar. Um, all of the other eagle riders and the Pegasus captain stay behind. Uh, and they also kind of, they, a little bit of weight it's lifted off of their shoulders as well. Picking off of your insight, it's not like they don't dislike her. It was just that scene was intense. Was yeah. So, and then also being like, oh, we are also in the presence of Prince Lamruil, who yeah. made himself known, who brandished the king's blade. What was the name of the um, pretender to the throne? Oh. <laughs> no. Delathon? Delathon? Is that it? It was Delathon, correct? No. Of the no. oh, a Durathil. A Durathil or nope. Durathil? King Durathil. The elf the jeeps keeps on going. <laughs> I almost said the same thing. I love it. <laughs> oh, this is gonna go so well. I. Venley, mm -hmm. do you know anything about Durathil? Uh, King Durathil, I guess? Uh, can I roll a history check to see exactly what I know about Durathil? Sure. In rule of two, Karina, would you like yeah, to also be to the say, only use, like, person that will be able to roll history checks in Evermeet? Yep. Real oh. glad I took that prop. <laughs> oh, you no, better so roll well. Um, oh, hold God. on, okay. hold on. Sure. I, oh, I have um, a great history. 
How? I'm just wondering how that's going to go down if she knows stuff you've done. Um, sorry, uh, technical oh, no. issues. Oh, no. Um, Is it down? I remember you have a plus seven. You have a plus seven to your history. Yep, plus seven. Okay. Could I perchance Natural use legend lore on the dress? <laughs> Hold on, it may not be necessary. Uh, uh, Karina just rolled a natural 20. Well, oh, never mind. You do your thing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you saw that. I don't have to wait. This is great. Okay. <laughs> <sighs> that made my heart stop. I got a 16, though, so. <laughs> <laughs> so it's a 27 in total if that uh, changes anything. Okay. And of yes. course, my character sheet came right back up. <laughs> is this for this? Yes, but this is just the name Durathil, so I'm giving the family, not specifically. Yeah, that's what this is. You. Yeah. Wait, no, that's not my cat. Um, so, <laughs> Durothil claims to be one of the founding houses of the ancient gold elven dynasties. Uh, it is. And its members never cease letting people know it. Mm-hmm. Uh, known as a house of great warriors and wizards, Durothil has many of its fighters among Evermeet's army and has more high magi than any other house. Uh, there is quite a few names. There's um, Lady Malela Durothil, who was one of Amla Ruel's generals an ancient elf who uh, had very weathered in war, very practiced in prowess in battle. What, what was the name again? Uh, My Layla. No, 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 his name. Amluruel. Amluruel? Um, okay. Oh, no, no, Queen Amluruel. Okay, thank you. Elf man. That's... That's the queen. Now that you say queen, I, I recognize mm-hmm. that. Yeah. Um, you know that the house crest portrays a gold dragon's head, and its colors are yellow and white. Uh, there is a a sword that one of the Dorothils forged called Talshara, and was said to take more than 150 years to forge, by the great armorer Kythela. You rolled a natural twenty. I'm gonna give you. Yeah. I'm gonna give you everything. Uh, you know the family's <laughs> current patriarch because you have the gift of the Raven Queen's memories. So you even know current lore. Uh, mm-hmm. One uh, of their uncles just died. Yep. <laughs> uh, is the ancient high mage, Ilinaro Durothil. Hold on. <laughs> I- I- Ilianaro. Oh, Ilianaro. Sorry. Uh, and uh, you are like seeing visions and memories uh, of a siege uh, of the city Mithdraenor, uh, and where he fought. And you see this axe uh, that he wields that you know to be the house's greatest weapon. Uh, and the name of the axe is Reda. Once <laughs> I know, right? Oh, hey man, mem- memories be 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 flying through that brain. <laughs> You see, all of a sudden, Karina just it's like, literally <laughs> one left. Like, yep. Karina, download it's, in process. Is that is that old RCA commercial? Yeah, <laughs> in the chair, okay. hair blowing back. What's the? He's got a loading bar in front of her face. Uh, Redethamar. R e d e t h e m a r. It's actually as Redethamar. Redethamar. 
I love elves. Yep, and uh, it is uh, rumored to be bound with uh, the spirit of an elven goddess. They got some lofty goals. Oh. All right. Um, so we're going to take that. Real quick, can I gather way. from these memories? Uh, there is a head Sahanin priestess named uh, Soliania. Hold on. Silly of me. Sahanin? Yep. Yep. That's Sahanin. The goddess. Moon goddess, the elves. Priestess. I'm going to remember it how Karina remembers it. Mm-hmm. Her, that's her last name. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, what's the priestess's name? Uh, Soliania. So S O L I A N I A. Spelling it how we'll say it correctly. <laughs> Sounds great. Let's see. That one is decidedly pronounceable for an elven name. She changed it. What? <laughs> <laughs> She added apostrophes. That's her stats. So, uh, all right. Um, yeah, um, that, that's... Through all of this, can mm. I tell what would have been, before I act like a cocky middle child, um, <laughs> which of this info would have been the kind of thing I would be aware of as an outsider? Like is, None of it. Okay, so none of this reads as like, this is known across the land. Here's something. Okay. There is, this is something that is secret, but Lady Askahala is legendary. Um, You see a vision of her in the Eagle Hills, Mm. as you learn to know that it is called, uh, where she likes to be secluded. You see an elven woman who has lived well beyond the Mm -hmm. time for Arvindor. Um, if you look at yourself in a reflection, you see that your eyes have a moon glow to them. And you see that she tends to dragons. Mm-hmm. There you go. That's a neat career choice. Yeah, let's try and stay friends with this family. I kind of like that. <laughs> I don't think they're kind of like us. <laughs> I mean, they might. They might. They're dude's king, and we're about to kick yeah. them off the throne. Uh, Vinley, I would say that you would recognize the name Durothil as the, like, wizard. Yeah. Like, high, high magi I bet house. Vinley used to want to be a Durothil. Probably. Uh, <laughs> but they are gold But they are like, gold elves. How do yeah. I marry In fact, they're the only... Family. Uh, they were the only gold elf on the council the list of yep. ca- uh, of viable councils. Yep. Interesting. The sun elves, the gold elves, clutched the throne. Yep. Yeah. Are the guards still? Yeah, the guards yeah. are still there. Yep. Um, um, so, but you are ushered, uh, or basically the ship begins to... Is escorted down? Yep, descend um, as mm-hmm. you are following the Pegasus Rider um, and you are flanked by four Eagle Riders on the side and two in the back mm-hmm. um, as you are brought down and the ship lands in the water and then... is again, smooth. There are no, like... There are waves that crest upon the shallow shores that exist as the green approaches 
the edge more so than there is any sand. Um, it is not like as vibrantly crystalline, clear, and fun with color as Ken's home was, but it is still a very beautiful water yep. and calm. You see the docks that you're pulling up towards are, um, they have that crystalline moonstone figure to them that almost fades away. This is like the clearest of it um, laid into the water. And you see that there are uh, like coral and um, branches and roots of trees that kind of line the edges of it to give it that more natural grown elven quality. What kind of looks am I getting? Uh, you have not stepped off the ship quite yet, um, but when everybody was out and about, you definitely saw that there was some distasteful glares in your direction. Yeah, it, more, more like, you know, like nose turned up. But he's covered in pretty flowers. I <laughs> took my hair down. Okay. Okay. I know I don't look elven facially, but... Um, Harold, make me a perception check real quick. Sure. Love that. <clears throat> Love that for you. 17? 17, it's enough. Uh, being around Vinley and Davil, you've been able to pick up the differences between sun elves and moon elves. Enough that most of the glares you got, like 90% of them, sun elves. Damn Sweet. sun elves. I don't know if it matters, but uh, V's clothes is various shades of green. So, okay. With my cloak of many fashions and all that stuff. So, awesome. Yep. Um, so, yeah, as you approach these docks and start to save, you can see the crystal towers rear up from the ground, uh, glittering and gleaming like gigantic, multi faceted diamonds. But where it joins the soil, there is neither seam nor gap. Um, it's as if the tower was raised from the earth itself and continues to grow like a vast plant, its connection to the soil never unbroken. Uh, the wooden buildings, the few that there are, um, are no different, for they are built without cut timber. Walls are solid stretches of living wood. Floors are alive with intricate whorls and patterns that change as the building grows. Roofs may be grown from either heavy bark or shiny leaves and shed both rain and snow from the looks of them. The streets are likewise paved with natural substances um, and you see that they actually glimmer as if made from a diamond-like crystal. And the crystal surface gleams brightly and appears to be glassy smooth, but it is not treacherous underfoot. Under the crystal, uh, it would be just a, an earthen color just of earthen brown. Of, yeah, okay. there's different shades and things like that. Okay, um, there's nothing, at least right here, that is uh, unnaturally colored um, or very apparently tuned with the Feywild. Okay, yeah, cool, there cool. may be gleams of it throughout the island. Okay, as of right here. Thank you. The ground does not seem to be in two planes. 
I don't know if it'll make a difference, but my passive is pass, passive perception is twenty seven. I know all your passives are mm-hmm. wild. Yeah. <laughs> um, every aspect of the city sings with beauty, grace, and elegance in its design. The swooping curls of an intricacy of Art Nouveau that mimics a stylized version of trees branching out and growing on top of each other. Yeah, uh, and. At the center, <clears throat> uh, that you can see that it almost as if the road itself leads straight to is the Moonstone Palace. It is perhaps the pinnacle of elven architecture, design, and harmony. The palace is a, is a vast white structure crafted of alabaster marble and moonstone crystal grown directly from the land itself. The structure is a pleasing combination of domes, slender towers, long galleries, flying buttresses, sky bridges, and other features. You see protecting it almost like a A wall is these 50 foot wide diameter trees. Just massive like redwoods that grow to about 500 feet in the air. In the canopies, you see a lot of, uh, once you land, um, many of the eagle riders fly, or they dismount as their eagles fly towards those trees and perch in, and you are all flanked heavily, at least two, maybe three soldiers deep on each side, completely as you are marched down the streets. You are not bound, you are not at blade, you... It is just a barrier between you and the elven people. Karina? Mm-hmm. In the mental. Do you want a steed to ride? I think that would look rather goofy. Okay. <laughs> v? Um, I think that would look goofier. Okay. On me. Finley? Unless it's a giraffe. You're just getting radio static from Vinley right now. <laughs> as she's looking up at the palace. The venue you're trying to reach has been disconnected. <laughs> Other things that you notice, um, there's a lot of villas, very much like the sea ward of uh, Waterdeep. Um, a lot of the names that were on the council were the high family members of these said houses and before there was um this is just you know this i'll also let you just know this uh when amla ruil was queen she had a um a council of matrons these female advisors after that after her disappearance you're unsure as to what happened to them or if they were superseded by the families in the sense of um, it's, it's unsure, but there's a little gap in history that seems a little off as to like what was their purpose, what are they doing now. And what were they called, the matron? Council of Matrons. Council, Council of, of Matrons. matrons. Um, but uh, in their place, you would at least recognize the names enough to be like, oh, those are high-standing houses of Evermeet. Those are the, the big dogs. Yeah. <laughs> that one? 
I don't know that one. Yeah. Where like Galanodel is the high standing house of Nessaqua. Yeah, these are the high standing houses within Luthalspar. Oh. You see a bunch of villas that you can elf cops. <laughs> you can easily identify grandstanding villas, but it is also everywhere you look has some tie to the Seldarine. There are temples of different aspects. Um, you can identify certain ones, uh, but man, those health cops. There's, there's, there's an ambulance. There's a tree there on fire. There appears to be an emergency on the other side of the island. I hope everyone's all right. <laughs> yep. Um, one of the first things you notice as you start walking, being marched down the, the streets, is this building to the left of you. It rests it's almost one of the first, it's the first large structure you come to. Um, and it is this elegant, almost cathedral-like building that is made of this moonstone, but the corners are, are almost intertwined with grown tree roots themselves that kind of go up um, on the corners. And... Vinley, I would say you would know what this is. Most of these, I guess, landmarks you would know just from being raised in Evermeet. Uh, this is the Hall of Ancients. Um, it is where the most legendary of elves are laid to rest. Uh, You're going to go animate them, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> um, are, we, are we passing it? You are. Would you have told us what that is, or would I have gotten that from my thing? Mm. I'll say, go ahead, go ahead and give me a general history role for Evermeet, because that was specifically for the Durothil House. How much of the Durothil House info did you tell us? None. Okay. Uh, that is going to be <laughs> math. Mm. 25. Oh, good. Uh, anything that we say for Vinley, you will also know. Okay. Um, um, that's cool. Because if it if I can tell that it's a city of the dead, I'm going to, provided they allow me, um, step over just to... They do not allow you. Okay. I, I will, as soon as you, you try to take a step, there is, you I, are met with a guard. I will bow and i will and it's not and it's not a like forceful it is it is that for your safety yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna just nod to him look directly at the building Mm -hmm. give it a full solemn nod and then continue walking with the group um through this gesture you what's your passive insight 19 okay you see that there is some surprise that you would know what you are bowing towards um, there might be a little bit of like thought process. You can see kind of trace over their mind of maybe they just guessed correctly, but the reverence that you have lets them know, no, you know what that is. And yeah. they are, they respect that. Yeah. But I will all, I would also say that no non elf is allowed in that building mm-hmm. at all. No. She wasn't going to go in. Yeah. No, no, no. yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, that's just, again, that, that's why she, she took it mm-hmm. properly. She was just going to kneel at the entrance. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, as you continue down this, this path. Um, um, there, are you going down the... Mm-hmm. I'm yeah. going down the, the road. 
Um, Mm-hmm. We're back, baby. Mm-hmm. Spent, um, spent a whole week oh, making okay. that reference. So in this one spot, most of the people that you see are easily identifiable as sun elves and moon elves. When you were coming in, you might have noticed a few, very few, figures swimming in the water, which you would know mm-hmm. to be sea elves. But here... Karina, you did not meet them, but the rest of the BFGs have met green elves before, and you see an area that looks where everything else is moonstone. This is very nature-based. It is a, a building that is not carved from trees, but it is grown from several different trees uh, that like the um, the roots grow in a way that create the building itself. The, the wood twists around itself like knot work. And you see these very uneloquently dressed elves. They don't hold themselves with high regard of formalities of clothing. No, everything they wear has purpose. Everything they have was pulled from nature itself. And you see that they have a um, deeper, richer earth tones. And you almost didn't see them because they blend so well with nature itself. Yeah, and they're not sea elves, they're wild elves. Just FYI. I said seals when they came into the sea, and now that they're here, I was describing all of the elves that they've seen so far. Got it, got it. I, it, it sounded like you were saying green elves were sea elves. No. Got it. Okay, got it, got it. My bad. My bad. I misinterpreted. My bad. <laughs> You're pretty, too. I am so pretty. Uh, and in Elvish, you see these runes carved around it. You know this to be called the Spirit Lodge. It has a really deep connection with nature. And over the telepathic bond, Vanley says, perhaps you all will see why I was so afraid of wild elves. Um, You see that there is no moon elf, no sun elf in that building. Elves are even isolationist with other elves. As you continue down, a large, beautiful fountain catches your eye to the right. It is built of gleaming white construction with images of birds, trees, flowers, and other natural wonders. For our, my, you you two. Uh, it is said to have been a gift to King Zor from the goddess Sehanin herself. Some who gaze into its waters are said to receive a vision of the future. Can we see in the water? You do not go up to it. Okay. Yeah. Again, yep. you yep. are on this this diamond path, mm-hmm. but it is your... It's as if walls yep. are... Um, the fountain itself them. actually sits in what you know to be the Sunstone Commons. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is a star-shaped open area um, that forms a common meeting place for the city's elves. How many points on the star? Uh, four. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, you know that speeches are given here. It's a public forum. 
Um, uh, you pass a couple of temples to the Seldarine. Yep. Um, I would even say that when while you're at the commons, there are food and wine booths, and this is probably where you see the most people gathering here. Um, and you, especially with your passive, there is not... I mean, it is it is to the point now where you are now about at the center of town and all eyes are on y'all. And mm. it is just... You're having a hard time focusing over the amount of whispers and... You, yeah, all the murmurs start. Many lips. No, you can't. Like it's it's to the point now where you're having to. You're getting overwhelmed Mm -hmm. because that is unfortunately the bane. Of having such acute senses is it is it is a thousand voices talking at once. Yeah, and And a lot of flashbacks to Waterdeep. Yeah, a lot of sentences start to bleed together. You start trying to make sense of it, and you can't because one person saying one thing leads into another's, and the sentences don't match together. Can I listen? Not listen, but if there's two words that if I hear, I just want to. Not <laughs> no, not that. <laughs> I want to know if they named the prince or Venley, if I hear either of their oh. names. Oh, you hear the prince. You hear 100% the okay. prince's name. So oh, people wow. recognized him coming yep. back. Yep. Dope. You do not hear Venley's name. I, yep. I tell everyone over the telepathic bond that the prince has been recognized. Yep. It, it, it is a lot of, it is, it is a lot of, oh my God. Oh, oh that's, my God. that's the prince. The prince has returned and a lot of, uh-oh. Oh, there's confusion. Mm-hmm. There's this is a lot of non-elves. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's yeah. There's uh, the the and inside is of just sure to carry herself. Yeah, as in- big shot as possible. Yeah, the insight uh, is confusion, mm-hmm. intrigue, fear, and hope. Got it. Yep. Uh, That's and, a lot. Interesting. Yep. And a lot. I would even say like the the murmurs of it's like okay oh there's a lot of non-elves here. But one of the things that you pick up is when you hear Lamarwil's name or the prince or his grace or his highness or what have you, it's always like, well, I guess the rumors were true. Because he was known to leave Evermeet and travel Toral and... Mm-hmm. And mingle I with really non-elves. Like... Yep. Yep. Oh. And, it, and it's not said in a in a dis, like, disgust. It, yeah. was, it was more along oh, the lines crap. of... Yeah. Yeah, yeah, well, some people would be like, Almost oh, like well, yeah, I guess, okay, that does confirm it, but there might be some that are a little bit disappointed. disappointed. Yeah. 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 Yep. Oh, yeah. Kind of forgetting the telepathic bond saying her thing. Is it true that elves are vegetarian? Because that was a good food area back there, and I'm really hungry. Not all. Oh! Uh, and Vinley just has Savard, like, she's walking with her hands like this. And Savard is on her knuckles. And she's just, he's keeping her hands exactly where they need to be, just like holding them with the little buggy legs. Simone's on the staff, but like (laughs) great balance. (laughs) (laughs) Um, You, the next set of buildings you come to, you uh, instantly recognize as temples. There is three main temples that kind of stand before you on either side. And there is the Temple of the Seldarine, which is a 
It's a complex that consists of a large central building, several surrounding parks and shrines, um, and it's secluded by evergreens and poplars. In the main building is a large dome which con containing several halls dedicated to the worship of the individual Seldarine gods and goddesses. Um, you can see um, past that the um, is the temple of Corel and Larathan. You see that this is surprisingly a smaller temple. You would think that the leader of all of the Seldarine would have the most honor, but it is a smaller uh, temple dedicated exclusively to the, uh, to the leader of the Seldarine. It is a pleasant building with twin spires and a central hallway leading to a large statue of the man himself. Um, I think as we walk past all three of these, Vinley makes it a point to stop and bow for no less than five seconds at Karina each temple. Follow behind, but it's only a bow of the head, uh, not full body. And you would see the uh, the depiction of Corellin is like the epitome of everything an elf should be, look like in poise, in structure, in every way that quintessential elf. I think if fleeting thought goes through Vinley's mind of that looks like Tavo. <laughs> no, 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 that's Fala. <laughs> um, and then near him is the Temple to Sahane, his consort. I Sahane definitely Moonbow. bow to her. Yep. Uh, you can see, like, uh, the the Temple of Kurlin Lorithin and Sahane Mumbo are kind of to the left as you are getting closer. Uh, the road is actually beginning to to fork as you are now approaching. You standing directly in front of the massive tree line um but you can see past um into like through if you're looking to the left um several groves of trees they're a little bit further off and not on your direct path that you're going uh, you did pass um a the road kind of had a left turn that you could have followed that went towards those groves uh karina as you pass the temple of uh, sehanin you recognize it mm -hmm. from one of your visions as you were a person being blessed by Soliania Durathil, as she is the head priestess there. I think Benway, when she's praying to Sahanin, uh, whispers in Elvish, I could really use your blessing again right about now. <laughs> she waits for a second and then stands up and continues on. Everywhere that Vinley bows, Karina follows with a just decline of the head. Um, Lamruil is waving to his people. He is <laughs> eat it up, buddy. Oh, he is he is making yes. a show. He is uh, like at at some point, um, at like a small child breaks free and rushes towards and you know, picks it up and like twirls it around uh, and then sets them down, whispers something in his e in their ear and sends them back off running towards. As the uh, the guards kind of like also shuffle them like, ah, did you get through the lines? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> oh, kids will find a way. Oh, yes. <laughs> yeah. um, I will say that um, the, the attention not only to you all, but V is getting quite a bit of stares. And she can see them all. As V <laughs> towers over 
everyone. Yep. Draw a picture, it'll last longer. Uh, <laughs> as, I mean, you know, most of the elves here are 5'5". Five, five. Yeah. If that, yeah. they are <laughs> not tall. They, like, come to my hip, <laughs> <laughs> my waist. Uh, and this, you know, and you, this towering, uh, you know, Goliath woman who, ca- I mean, you, you, you carry yourself like a noble uh, as as you have been raised, but with this just diadem of antlers coming up around, uh, like almost like a collar around your neck. Uh, um, you have the 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 Viking braids. You know you've changed your colors to green versus the red, but you still have that blood axe at your back. And although yeah. you look regal, you are still scary. Powerful to yep. look at. Um, and like yeah. with, even with the with the elegant fabrics, but with the the hot the furs and stuff um, around you, the the view is it's, it's it's a lot of curiosity, but you can see that there are quite a bit of elves in leathers with bows and axes um, and furs, and especially as you passed by um, the uh, uh, the spirit the spirit. Um, Temple, whatever. Um, b- 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 so spirit much thing. stuff. Uh, I know, right? So many so things. Many. So many things. Uh, I love elves. Right? It's just so much. Uh, the Spirit Lodge. The green elves that, like, eyes drawn to you and almost like this, like, nod of respect. Mm-hmm. That Just the way you carry yourself and the, the way that y- they can see that the land has touched you just as much as it's touched them. Yeah, land people. Yeah, yeah. Uh, And it's, I mean, you're, when you're walking past that, you're um, instantly remembering Avon, the elven barbarian who walked with you uh, when you guys met the the three Belnorns Mm -hmm. in the Temple of Time. But she, I, uh, conti- I mean, she, uh, she's also kind of trying to look intimidating as well due to the nature of our situation. So she sort of like gives like acknowledgement looks to the green elves, but not much more than that. Yep. Like she doesn't ignore them. Um, yeah. Uh, and as you make yourself known, they kind of, again, blend halfway into the nature that is the spirit lodge as, as Vinley, I, th- I think Vinley said earlier that even amongst other elves, they are reclusives themselves. Yep. Um, but eventually you come before the guardian trees of the palace and you begin, Sorry. Uh, Y'all good? And uh, you look back, Petunia's face first in (laughs) the dirt, like... Just, just right as the, as it tr- it goes from, uh, you know, from diamond road to natural grass, just trips right on that ledge and just face plants right into the dirt. back of her vest or clothes or whatever she's wearing and just pull her back so she's all right. No, like as she's I would falling. Say, yeah, I mean, Petunia's right fall. in front of me, oh, no. right? Oh, yeah. Because she's my so I was, I was person. Like, I yeah, forgot what the word was. 
She's your Cordier. Cordier. I almost said Collier. Uh, Cordier. <laughs> so I just like, I reach down, I just pick her up by the collar and I just pat her up on her feet. And I pat her and I'm going to give her head pats. <laughs> little head pat. Thanks. There's Goodness some gracious. Slight judging side eyes from some of the, the elves as they look down and then. And definitely that. Yep. 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 <laughs> uh, <laughs> I guess the rumors are true. No. Uh, the <laughs> as um, but you make your way th- like walking past these massive trees, and as you do, you can actually see that there is doorways leading into them, and each tree ha- you can see multiple entrances into the actual heart of the tree itself and your passive perception you can see movement above and you can see squadrons of gold elf archers just trained on us they're not i mean it's not knocked back but they are watching bows are out okay and a a quick quick pull would all all it'd be yep Yep. um but it it's just you are Foreigners about to walk into the literal heart yeah. of Luthal Spar. Yeah. yeah. And you see a vast gleaming structure of white, silver, and gold and stands watch over the city as everybody holds this place with reverence as this was the home of Queen Amla Ruil and now is the home of King Durathil. You walk as as you move past you come across this ornate moonstone bridge that crosses over a lake that leads up to the palace the arches going up in just this intricate beautiful filigree design all literally grown from moonstone itself as you continue towards the massive gate and doorway of the palace. Um, with your escort, you are not stopped and asked like you are many times in Waterdeep. It is very obvious that your presence has already been made aware. Uh, <laughs> in case it wasn't known, the head of your procession is the knight on the peg. Yep. yep. And still, mount, still riding the Pegasus. Uh, and you see up in one of the trees, a tree all to itself, is the massive giant eagle that Amiria rides, but you do not see your sister. Yep. Uh, and as you get to the door, you will actually see the knight dismount from the Pegasus. Mm-hmm. We'll kind of go into a sheath on the side and we'll pull this double-bladed elvish scimitar as he snaps it on his back. Um, and you see him kind of lean down, petting the ho- the horse's head as he nuzzles it, and it turns and takes flight, flying up, not towards the trees, but up towards one of the towers of this palace. Um, and and did this knight seem not subservient to my sister, but like kind of good with her? Uh, good with her, and uh, is lower in rank. Okay, do I recognize him? Like, you would not, he is not okay, from... Okay, he's not one of ours. Nope. No, no. He, he would be 
if she is one of the council members, like he is like a, a captain or commander mm-hmm. of something, and the council member would be like, okay, this is what you need to do in order to protect Evermeet. Okay. And that is the level of... Professional uh, interactions. Yeah. yeah. Um, but as you pass through these walls, you are met with many... It's like this vast green opening of small parks, groves, lakes, statuaries, head mages, uh, and gardens all past the main wall before you even get to the palace itself. Um, there you see other small buildings surrounding the palace, each as elaborate and luxurious as uh, all of the ornate villas. You From Waterdeep. Yep. Like- Every all like the Castellanter Villa, these structures in before the palace are as ornate as that, yeah. if not more. God, I think Vinley has her little toes because her boots don't have soles in them. Uh, she's got her little toesies in the grass, and she's just very stone blank face, but definitely digging her toes into Evermeet soil once again. Karina. Going off of your 25 history, you look over and you see the royal gardens, and you are instantly met with a memory. You are tending to them. You feel old. You feel taller. Obviously, you're an elf. You feel masculine in figure. Before there is a blade at your back, piercing through. And you feel the death of King's Hour. Mm-hmm. In the telepathic bone, I'm just Finley. Uh, mm. Real quick, who is King Zauer? The, the the recent, right? No, the he, he the king he, of the elves. There's only been one, and yeah, it's him. Yeah, that's what I thought. Oh, oh. Well, he's um, was. The king. Why? How did he die? He was assassinated in the yeah, garden. Yeah, he was assassinated. Okay. Um, okay. I believe he was. If I heard correctly, he was stabbed in the liver. Okay. I think. Um, you would know this to be Lamaril's father. Yeah. Um. He yeah. is not in this telepathic bond. I. <laughs> <laughs> Are there less people around here? No. Great. No. <laughs> uh, there are less common people. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. You are now where you would go to uh, the Pyrrhegion's palace in Waterdeep, where mm-hmm. there were still guards and things like that, or if you were to go to Castle Waterdeep. Yeah. That is the feeling you get in here okay. as you see a bunch of gold elf warriors. Got it. Yep. I also have my head down. Like, the only time I raised it was to look up at the palace. She has those two strands of hair kind of flanking like horse blinders. Her face from the view of any onlookers. She's trying to not hide her face, just like if anyone knows her, not okay. good enough at that. Good. Like, do they know who assassinated him? I don't believe so uh yes um during the There's a lot of question uh, yeah yeah I, I will let you know two months ago we went over the history mm-hmm. of evermeet and stuff like that 
and you were told the history of Kaimil Nimison. Kaimil Nimison was a gold elf trader that turned against uh, Evermeet, and his first attack is what killed most of the Moonflower clan, and he hired in a gold elf assassin to kill King Zaur. Oh, yeah, they definitely know who killed him. Yes. Then he was sent to a prison far away, escaped, you know, that uh, through history made a deal with Lolth, Mm, came back, then was uh, basically a duel to the death with Lamruil in the last seconds of his life disappeared. And that was the last time anybody saw (laughs) Kaimil Nemesin, except for one other person. When you realized who Kaimil Nemesin actually is. (sighs) To you. Mm, I don't want to tell them yet. It's okay if you want to... I say, yeah, 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 they absolutely know. They absolutely, positively know. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, I I just wanted to make sure there wasn't, like, anybody we need to watch out for. Was he a Mattel casino? Harold! Oh, wait, so if they know, we've got to watch out for him? No, 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 no. There's absolutely no one to watch out for in this. Okay. Thank you. I don't believe you. No, no, shh, shh, shh. (laughs) Everyone's minds are getting a little crowded. We should probably work on some meditation. Tell me about it. Mine's empty. That's a train station. There's a lot going on. For for brevity, you are brought past many great structures and you are brought into the palace as the entire time you're flanked on either side and to the rear and to the front. As um, you're then brought before a great hall where there is a throne and there's actually multiple thrones um one for a king one for a queen and many kind of off to the side for many children that no longer sit in them oh yeah i i think vinley bows her head almost in mourning yeah like I'd say she would notice it first, and then slowly everyone, but Lamaruil has stopped at the entrance of this room. His, this is the first time he's entered without seeing his mother's face. Oh. And he just stops and stares. And, uh... <laughs> Sorry, I'm a little overwhelmed. You're this. Yeah. Words can't make this better. But she'd want you to keep moving. Dwelling is for the dead. Should have worn white. He says, I should have worn white. Would you like to? 
he looks to you with a little confusion. You see a small tear roll across his cheek as he nods. I will have to touch you. He, that seems... <laughs> I, <laughs> as like, you go to touch him, yeah. you see the guard kind of like, they don't at the ready, but their eyes definitely shift towards you. As, okay, what is about to happen? And I start casting precipitation to start turning his clothes all white. Um, okay. And then I will also change... Uh, one of the linings of my robe armor pieces, mm -hmm. one of those accent pieces, stark white as well. Okay. Um, you see uh, a couple, uh, the guards nod in uh, reverence of the respect you have just paid. Yep. And then I just do my little skulky thing and put my head back down. <laughs> and uh, uh, under his breath, he'll. I owe you again, God, no doubt. Just be a good ruler. Speaking of rulers, <laughs> sitting upon the king's throne, you see a very well dressed, um, like elegantly gilded man, not like grow like ghostly like it, it's not like oh look at me i'm so great it's just yes in a way that commands power and signifies that he is the leader and it is a an older man dressed in uh a combination of like kingly and mage together uh, you see, crested upon his crown is an ornate wreath of golden uh, laurels um, with jewels. Uh, Do they have little silver hand on them? Little silver hand. I'm oh, so sorry. No. Continue. I, I think over the telepathic bond, I am so glad after looking at this king, Voss is not with us because that man's everything he hates. Oh, yeah. Uh, yep. This this whole thing would have yeah. been bad for him. Yeah. I feel like Voss would have dropped dead as soon as he stepped forward on the, the shore. I think his head would have just exploded. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then you see occupying the seats off to the side where... The children Moonflowers once sat are the High Council. <laughs> Quick insight check on my main man to my left. How's he feeling about that? Insight check on Venley. Okay. Insight check on Shit, 12. 12? Yeah. Uh, okay. I'll just insight nothing because my passive is 11. 29. So 29. Sitting there. Uh, for Lamruil, he doesn't seem hurt by this, yeah. uh, and that is because that would be also where the Council of Matrons once sat mm. as the advisors, once the children were no longer Are there. they at least different chairs? What do you mean different? Are they all the same chairs that were there when his family was oh, in? Yeah. Yeah, they're the I don't same like chairs. That. 
because it's all naturally grown out of moonstone. They can make more. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but for Seisha, how is Vinley feeling in this moment? Tell me everything. Okay, uh, first is, I, I think at the forefront of her mind, she is concerned for uh, the prince. Mm-hmm and his well-being and how he feels about anything that's going on. And then right under that is now standing in front of the king. She is absolutely petrified. Mm -hmm. The only thing keeping her away from being frozen in fear is her dedication to Lamorel. And then under all that, she is so excited to actually be in the palace because she has never been here before. She has only ever seen it from the other side of the trees. And that was once. Nice. So you see her like just grappling with all these motions and pulling down a, or pushing down a childlike wonderment and being in this stunning place. Um, as you're all entered in, you see uh, the king stands as all of the council members stay standing. Um, and the guards, uh, after the doors, large, massive moonstone doors, close behind you. They no longer are, like, breathing down your neck. They give you room and step to the side. Um, as a, a crier comes out, um, uh, presenting his lordship, King Ilionaro Dorothil. And uh, you see, as everyone acknowledges the king, waits for him to sit. He finally sits. You see the council then sit. Yeah. Uh, and so to describe the council of what you see, um, on the ends, on the opposite ends, uh, on the left side, you see um, a moon elf woman, um, which is wearing heavy or leather armors with furred accents um all elegant in their make with filigree tooled into them um and definitely has the the look of probably a, a little out of place mm. Here, uh, just in the way that, um, like, she would be better in the woods. But um, there is uh, two axes on her hip, um, and but is just kind of r- Does rolling. She have a crest or anything? Um, there is. You don't see a crest on on it but you can see that tooled in the center of the the armor is the holy symbol of Corellian Lorathen. Oh. Um <clears throat> on the other side uh you see a handsome gray-haired silver elf. Um he looks at you all with a little cock to his head. As he looks across you all, very, of the f- multiple emotions, intrigue mm. is across his face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, 
of of everyone that is on the council, this person seems the one that may be the most well versed with talking to non elves. Mm. Yeah. Is, um, um, and I'd say your insight, even just passive insight, you can see that uh, this moon elf, this silver haired, uh, gray haired. Um, Silver elf, if you will, uh, <laughs> as his eyes fall on Lamoril, there is a a recognition and a a smile, a, a restrained smile. I've got one happy to see the prince. Um, but but you can see him trying to be. I am elegant. I am on the council. I am. I must be hoity-toity type of. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so we have king and then council on either side? Yeah, so king right now, and we're working our way from the outside in. Yeah. Okay, outside. So yep. at the end of the Great Hall, there would be two thrones, one for king, one for queen. Um, and then going up the and, side. And then up the sides, uh, and still on the dais. Yep. Is, okay. Yeah, are the other uh, thrones, lesser the thrones. The queen's throne is empty? The queen's throne is empty. Yep. Not for long. But, what I know, what I know, is it empty for sad reasons or just there's no queen? Uh, you would know because everybody knows this. Uh, the BFGs know that Amla Ruil, who was the queen, yeah. mm-hmm. uh, who everybody revered as Evermeet itself, has disappeared. Yeah. Okay. But Durathil okay. does not apparently have a wife to sit on the throne with him. That, yeah, that was more okay. what I was checking. That uh, he does not have a current wife. Not currently. Yeah, okay. there does not appear to be no a, ring on his finger. <laughs> <laughs> that or he may be so recently throned that hmm. her coronation has not happened. Okay. Or no one just wants to marry him, and it took being a king to get someone to like him. <laughs> Courtesans notwithstanding, <laughs> um, there are a myriad of reasons. None okay. of them seem sad. Yep. Okay. Okay. Uh, I wanted to make sure it wasn't a that Karina didn't cotton on to like. It's something that she should show reverence for. Fair. Yep. Uh, sitting next to the um, the silver-haired elf, um, the one that was that noticed Lamruel, uh, is a female moon slash silver elf. Um, again, um, has leather armor on, but not the furs or whatnot, um, but is slightly different in make than the one on the opposite side. Um, but you can see has a quiver of arrows on her back and a very elegant bow. Very nice bow. The arrows also look really nice. Very, very nice. Really. Nothing less. Like special. Yep. (laughs) Yep. Uh, yep. Yep. And is that one mirrored from uh, the Corellian? Um, mirrored from the Corellian would be the silver air. Oh, okay. Yep. Okay. Yep. Uh, mirrored from her is. Yeah. Um, you Do instantly. She is next to this. You game. see a man that is dressed <clears throat> exactly how you remember. Blade singers to be dressed. This is a war wizard. You see that he has uh, blades at either side, and it is a form-fitting coat that also has movement to it. Um, what type of elf does he appear to be? Oh, he's a moon elf. 
Okay, so I'm, I'm feeling like these are all moon elves sitting next to each other. Surprisingly. No, like, in, no, no. in a group. Surprisingly. All of the former council were moon elves except for the king, mm-hmm. who was a sun elf. Interesting. And Evermeet has always been ruled by, by moon elves. Yep. Oh, I'm sure this is going great. <laughs> Kaimel Nimison was a... There you go. Um, but anyways, you see that uh, there is a, uh, a crest, um, or more so just kind of like, yeah, uh, designs woven into this blade singer's coat that you see beasts. You see horses, hawks, dogs, um, all sorts of creatures that are used for hunting and for mounts, as uh, it might have something to do with, or this family might have something to do with the mounts of Evermeet. Oh, I know that. Can we have puppies? No. Oh. Um, and as your eyes scan, you do not see your sister. Is there an empty chair? There are... A few empty chairs. Yeah, so there are... We caught them on their lunch So of this council, (laughs) there are, um, I think, two additional empty seats on each side. I believe there was eight uh, mother of matrons. Um, But regardless, there is at least one or two on each side that are still empty. There is a total of... 13 chairs upon the dais. Yep. Very few are filled now. Yep. Yep, yep. So these are all ones closest to... um, And you hear a door kind of closing and kind of walking from the side that looks like it leads further into the palace. But on the diadem side Mm -hmm. is your sister as she walks across and then sits in the chair next to the king. When you say next to the king, does In the queen's throne. Oh! Yep. (laughs) Yep, yep, yep. Oh, shit. (laughs) Okay. Okay. I see where this is going. Uh She's gonna kill that man. Oh, oh boy. She is not wearing her crown, but she sits in that throne. Yeah, she's gonna kill that man. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Someone might want to check him for arsenic. <laughs> you see, she just sits with disdain, her arms cross, closing herself off to you all as she looks towards the king. My lord, my sister has brought forth. Prince Lamruil, Amanodel, son of King Zor and Queen Amlaruil, and he holds the king's blade. You see, Lamruil kind of take a breath in and then steps forward. It is good to see you again, Elenaro. And you all, 
and he kind of goes down. Anaharai Haram Ara Hatharal Lysanthir and kind of goes down uh, and to put names to faces uh, working outside in from where we started. Uh, Anahare is the first one that was described. Moon elf woman. Yep. Mm -hmm. Lysanthir is the silver hair, the silver haired moon elf. Lysanthir. Mm -hmm. Mm hmm. Got it. Haramara. <laughs> Haramara. That's Haram what I said. Yeah, yeah. Haramara. <laughs> Haramara. 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 I'm gonna name the dog Haramara just so I can yeah. yell Haramara. Uh, and then, and then the, the the last one is Hatharol. Hatharol. Mm-hmm. Can I make a perception check just as like a general? I'm gonna make sure that no one's trying to sneakily cast anything our way. Yeah, go ahead and make a perception check. <laughs> what I got, um, Lysanthar's reaction. What were the other council members' reactions to seeing the Prince Center? Uh, to seeing you all, um, there is curiosity. Uh, there is a little bit of like an upturned nose from the king, who's mm -hmm. a who's a gold elf, um, at the presence of Lamruil. It is surprise. Yeah, and it's not until Amarius says his name and that he wields the king's blade that there is a visible reaction. Okay, and it is shock. Yeah. Like gasp. It is. Uh, I that is definitely a, a sharp, sharp it, breath. <laughs> took the words right out of my mouth. Oh, I was thinking the anime one of. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Nani? Uh, what? Nani? I got a third. <laughs> okay. Do we notice? Um. But uh. And. Okay. Uh, as as he, as Lumberwill moves forward and will, it is good to see you all, and I see no better houses than Iroth, uh, Alanurath, Corinthil, uh, Amon Kisar, and Galanodel to sit as council to Dorothil. And the king speaks up and goes, Advisors, the council is no more. I rule as king, elected by the council. Only three days passed. My mother had a council. Council advisors. But it is your court. What brings you here after such time away? To return home. Am I not allowed that? You are allowed. Why do you bring these outsiders? 
because it is because of them that I am here. Who are you that stands in my throne room? As he says that, I'm going to say, Harold, Petunia, you're, you're on. I, I'm already stepping forward, and I will introduce, I will wave a hand towards Karina, and I will say, may I introduce Queen of the Swirling Marble, Queen of Anzondon, and ruler of the Apollo people, Karina, Queen Karina Larova. He does not stumble like I just yes. did. I'm we know your charisma is, is grand. <laughs> and I will step back. I do not introduce myself unless asked. All right. Mm-hmm. And Petunia will kind of step up in his place and go, and, uh, th- and this is Fiomiliana, the Unbreakable Heart, Khan of the Vetorak Clan, defender of the Star Mounts of the High Forest, and protector of the Prime Material Plane. I watched the reactions. I was about to say, I'm watching. <laughs> uh, you see um, uh, reverence, in, uh, not in like complete equal, but like, oh, oh, we are in the presence of rulers. Rulers have made their way here. Um, there is some confusion with your titles, as they are foreign, uh, in the sense of they don't recognize them. Uh, the mention of the high forest and the star mounts is recognized. Uh, and... Um, the word of the Vetorot clan um, has probably reached Evermeet, as you noticed that they recognize the name. Yep. Can I convey all that? Mm-hmm. That's good. Yay. <laughs> I think. Um, I, I hope. If Harold and Petunia are not going to introduce themselves, I will walk forward, bow respectfully. I am Lore Seeker Seisha Valispard. And then step back. Okay. Um, they will, at this moment, assume that Petunia and Harold are heralds. <laughs> <laughs> they ain't wrong. They ain't wrong. Yeah. It was a long game play. Petunia <laughs> <laughs> doesn't like to brag. And here we are. No. Uh, and uh, Lamra will, will nod at that. And it is because of. Valinthril Galenodel here that I truly stand before you. It was in my quest to find your wife. We are all very aware of why you left Evermeet. <clears throat> and where is she, Lamruel? She is not here. You see kind of the insight for the higher perceptive ones. She gave her life for Evermeet. And for me. It kind of just nods and like, okay. Over the telepathic bond, because I know he's not in it. Karina's like, I see we've got a few queens where they shouldn't be. <laughs> uh, Vinley snickers, and in the same breath as the snicker, uh, she says, Seisha, long shot, but could you attempt to see through illusions? Yeah, on who? The king. Got it. Mm-hmm. And I will... S- that was over the telepathic yes. bond? As okay. I uh, step beside 
Uh, Lamoureux. Okay. Um, does Harold do anything at Vinley's request specifically towards Seisha? Harold is attempting to keep his mind as blank as possible, as though he's... If someone's reading their minds, Harold's trying to see like he's not even paying attention. Okay. Like, like he's not... Like, whatever they've put on him, he's not even supposed to be privy to, really. Okay. I just want to make sure that you heard the request. Yeah, I, I know what I could do, but I I don't have 25 gold pieces of... Uh, an ointment for the eyes. <laughs> <laughs> so I can't do that right now. Eye drops. <laughs> do you still have any? I think uh, no, away. I think I gave them away. Oh, that's right, you gave them to Akira. Yep, I gave them yeah. to uh, Hope's what? character. Go ahead. You want to see through? Try and see through illusions. Yeah. I was very tempted, but I—that was the first thing I was planning on getting was the ointment for the eyes. That's eight. Um. That's perception, correct? Investigation. Oh, okay. That's what it is. Yep. Uh, 29. Oh, oh my Jesus. Like I said, yes. just assume she gets it. <laughs> that was so scary. Because you scary. have wild rolls. Um, Only but, on a couple things. I'm very niche. Um, there does not seem to be any illusions in this room. I don't see any in here at all. Okay. Uh, and if I can, I'm going, as I'm standing just behind um, Lamarill, I'm going to say, Your Grace, if I may. So he wasn't done talking. Mm-hmm. I stopped talking because there was out of Oh, okay, stuff. then I don't do that. <laughs> just so you know, yeah. So he was continuing to explain what has happened to him. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, uh, but for brevity's sake, he basically relays that he in that midst had found himself cursed to lose memory uh, and trapped in a beer and then here, you know, and then back to Toral. And it is because of you that you cleared and removed the curse and cleansed his mind. Uh, and because of Queen Larova found his memory once again um, and He'll even say, and we'll refer to Queen Larova, and even he'll he'll look and go, and her herald, and look to you, Harold, and <laughs> say, found myself once again. Um, and if it wasn't for these individuals, I would still be lost. The king nods. And then you can step up and, and do what oh, you no. want to do. He said everything I was going to say. <laughs> uh, King nods and goes, So you're home. What do you plan to do next? I sit upon the throne, but you bear the sword. Oh, Bond, we could always let him try to hold it. <laughs> Polite laughter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Polite laughter. But I do. Or I have returned, and you do. I have learned much in my time away from home. Hopefully. I am 
not the same as I was when I left. Hopefully that is true, but it is remains to be seen as he looks upon the crowd you have brought in. Yeah. Your graces. Yes. V nods. What brings you here? I know that you have helped restore the prince's mind, but what brings you to ever meet? Permission to speak frankly. I have asked you a question. I would hope that you would not lie. Oh, oh Frank doesn't lie. mean lying. It's not lie, it's mere pleasantries or bluntness. Which do you prefer, Your Grace? I only ask that you be mindful of your words in our kingdom and make sure that you do not fall upon your own blade for someone to call satisfaction. Of course not. We merely have cultural differences and I want to make sure they're respected. For as I would say to my people, if they were to ask me, to be frank, I have found myself partial to this individual. It's why I wish to help him in the first place. But one can never know for sure what you are sending someone into when you send them home. As I have gained a friendship level affection for this individual, I merely wish to see his safe journey home. And I've heard such great tell of your lands. We are touched by Arvindor. Indeed. I um, respect and appreciate you wanting to see the king make his way home safely. Mm, sorry, does not say that. <gasps> oh, okay! Uh, <laughs> I, I knew that was a misspeak. That's yeah. fine. The I was prince. really, really yeah. going to lean on that, but okay. Yeah. The prince home safely. It is what all queens should hope for for princes to be home safely. And for you, Vedarok, so far from home. Yep. Oh. Um, <laughs> my bandwidth is low. Apologize for that. Oh. What brings you here? Um, assuming you can hear me. <laughs> we can. Okay, sick. Um, the same thing. I also wanted to see him escorted safely home. You see. And um, I've always heard of your lovely place of your living, group. your residence, you can, can I say. interject with a telepathic bond? <laughs> yes. Uh, you yes. see the, the king furrow his brow in confusion um, as he speaks, and he says, I understand this one's desire, but your clan, your yeah. purpose is far greater than making sure a wayward son makes his way home. You make a very good point. Tag me um, in, Tag me in. 
Yeah, telepathic bond to V. Be like, remember the, the far realms. You should probably, maybe you could segue Vinley into that. We are protecting the whole world. Okay, okay. That, that's so, my purpose um, here. I, I, I did, I did help escort, but I do actually have more news that you guys, you, you not you guys, apologies. You all fair folk should know about. Um, so the far realms. My people. <laughs> oh, we lost no. her. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh. Wait, for <laughs> Wait, maybe, maybe. Dramatic pause. Yep, yep. <laughs> she could just be messing with us. Uh, no, we know. Um, but if you would like to take over, yeah. it, it's fine if you so wish. Okay, um, I speak in common. I don't know if you can hear me. Oh, oh there you are. Oh, there we go. There we go. You're oh, back. I've been talking this whole time. No, no we, we <laughs> lost you. We the Far Realms and it cut. Oh, Far Realms. Okay, yes, Far Realms. I apologize. My bandwidth is, like, really low right now for some reason. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> whoop. Uh, yeah, so the Far, the far there's an elder, there's an elder evil, and it's been unleashed upon the world that we witnessed uh, back in... Uh, water deep and um it's gonna kind of take over the world pause like all of, all of toral really okay pause on that um yeah and you guys should you clock it. um lythanseer mm-hmm. or, or lysanthier yeah at the mention of water deep perks up and kind of like a oh like like sits back in his chair like she's trying to re- got our in guys relax relaxes a little bit uh but then We're in, boys but then the other words Thunder. kind of take over and you see mm-hmm. there's like a concern that okay. washes yeah. over all of them um, not awesome. recognizable as in like oh we know exactly what they're talking about but you are oh, this sounds bad this yeah. sounds bad yeah. yeah okay it is bad uh do i rec- do i have insight that i recognize that lancier recognizes water deep by name uh, what is your passive insight 11 11 11 <laughs> i don't yeah. think v would notice it okay yeah well i'm going to let them know that water deep basically I'm not even sure if we should consider that a city anymore at this point, unfortunately. Um, it's pretty rough situation back there. And um, you they all tell them here have... Mention the statues walked. Mention the statues walked. Tell them there's an I, I can't evil. hear you, Seisha. So I'm just going to say that uh, I'm going to explain the statue situation because I don't think they're familiar with the statue situation. So I explained the statue situation and how they came to life, and that's a big problem. Um, um, and As you say all of this, explaining yes. the situation uh, and explaining the fact that you, a Vetoroct, a protector of the realms, um, yeah. from certain entities as this, uh, there is a lot of soft murmuring that kind of goes across the council. And a lot of them bring up their hands, like crossed and steepled Coming across their mouths. Doing. Yep. They're pointing at everyone else. Uh, well, it's <laughs> more so uh, if you want to, uh, that is a, that is a cantrip. So your basic arcana would know message mm. as 
but yeah. <laughs> there's the people. Um, <laughs> but, uh, they are, they are messaging each other. Yeah. Uh, so it is a soft whisper that only the other. And you have to point up there. Yep. So. Yep. So they're they're messaging each other very quietly and protecting their mouths. Texting each um, other under the table. Hmm. Texting each other under the table. Yep. Yeah. Uh, and you uh, see that your passive insights just pick up concern and then yeah and also um uh, for cadkins i don't know if you heard goblin but basically was saying seisha was say, telling v to the telepathic bond to to throw it to her because this is her purpose for being here as a lore seeker to talk about this so if you want to toss it to seisha you can uh, i just don't know if you actually heard that from yeah goblin that's fine i didn't hear anything from goblin yeah. i am so Ryan has me muted. It's okay. <laughs> um, I heard that. There you go. Okay. Uh, uh, but yeah, I, I pretty much tell them that and say that uh, they have a right to know. Maybe they want to help. Uh, and without you throwing it, the king will actually look and be, and there's concern to be, you're a law seeker. I don't follow um, Agma as we follow the Seldarine. But Agma's knowledge is revered. Is this true? I, I don't understand what he's saying. <laughs> okay. I need you to make me a deception check. Okay. <laughs> Can I give her the help action? I'm literally helping her. Yeah. It is. It. It was the. I don't understand what he's mm. saying. Mm. Yeah. Deception. Oh, she's pretty good at it now. Amusingly, now my uh, highest skill, <laughs> uh, that is a 27. 27. Okay. Okay. Noted. Cool. Uh, and he nods and says, well, it seems the council and I have a lot to speak about, but graces. You and your advisors and your heralds will be sequestered into a very fine room. And uh, Lamruil, you will have your old room to stay for the night. There are many things that need to be discussed. Can I motion to Lamruil that I have one last thing to say? And insight, mm. did anybody seem to clock the deception? Uh, Nobody seemed to? Okay. Yeah. Nobody made a body language shift. Cool. Uh, and he says, you will all be my guests here in the palace. Thank you. You're so kind. And there was something you wanted to do? Yes. Um, your grace, your highness, it's not only a threat of outside forces of this elder evil. There's a threat on our own territory, birthed here. A fairy. Uh, and you see, it, he's kind of absent-mindedly listening to you. Does you pick up? He does not pick up that last word as he reaches for an hors d'oeuvre. And Amaria goes, no, sir, that has peanuts in it. You can't have it. And takes it away from him. Because, oh, uh, it did oh, look so good. Peanuts. Um, and so... Uh, 
there's that. And he goes, I'm sorry, what did you say? And she goes, I believe it's time that we all sequester ourselves so that we may speak separately. Of course. And she gives a curtsy to both of them. Still very formal curtsy. And then rejoins back behind the right shoulder of Lamarill. Uh, and the guards come back to your sides and say, if you would follow us, please, and go to Lamaruel. Lamaruel stays with you for most of the time. Um, and escorted out of the throne room, back down the corridors. But when you get to a, an intersection, he will go left, you will go right. Um, and he'll look to you and... It's a good start. Uh, You're not dead. Are you going to be safe? Me? I'll be fine. This is my own stopping ground. Fair. You see, the, like, this is out loud. Uh, you see the guards can... He will be safe. He is in the palace of the elves. He is the former prince. Are they speaking common to her? Because uh, that was in common. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, anytime she talks, it's in common. They will sp- they will speak in Elvish, yeah. <laughs> but you see, it's kind of like pointed, like, "How dare you?" It's <laughs> 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 so good, uh, so good. While we're separating, can I take uh, Lamorel's hand mm-hmm. and say, "If you need anything, just let me know." And uh, I want to pull a piece of his fingernail off, like. Like, just, like, real quick, just take it and bow, like, just let it happen. Just okay. let this happen. And then bow deeply to him and start walking away. Okay. Uh, you are sequestered into your rooms. Um, you enter this grand, lavish room that is obviously made for those that are well-respected. Um, and the guards say, <clears throat> you are to stay here. Uh, speaking in Elvish, um, speaks to you. Um, you are to stay here until you are summoned once again by his lordship, the king, Dorothil. His majesty. Majesty. Or her grace. Either um, one. But if you shall need anything, as guest in the palace, simply knock, we will answer, and we will fetch anything that you so wish. Might Thank I request, uh, as small sampling tray of your finest wares. We've had a very long journey. It will be yours. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, is there anything else that um, you would like? Miss Queen Khan? Or, yeah, I guess... Uh, Khan. Just just Khan. It's fine. Khan. Like Cher. Yeah, anything? like Cher. Or pink. Oh, uh, excuse me. Say again? Um... Don't worry about it. Uh, no, no, no. Is... What, what did you ask? I will fetch it for you. Or I have someone fetch it for you. Oh, oh I didn't ask for anything. She okay. would love cheese-stuffed quippers, is what okay, she said. Che- Sorry. Cheese-stuffed quippers actually sounds pretty good, so I will ask for that. Okay. Mm-hmm. okay. Mm-hmm. That does sound good. Um, and it's a quipper. It's like V-like. <clears throat> kind of... Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. It's a quipper. <laughs> I just see V going. The yeah. thing that almost <laughs> ate me. It's a clipper. It's a fish. It's a fish, like a piranha. 
Um, so you are led in, it's not a room, it is a corridor. So you actually have an entire wing of the palace. Uh, it has six rooms, um, a common area, like with lavish, um, you know, uh, uh, couches and, and almost like, you know, like a lounge area. There's a small bar, like it, it is, it's like four Dragon Con suites in one. Oh my as God. soon as the guards leave, I go to the bar. Yep, uh, and the doors close, and any time that you so wish, you simply knock on the door, it opens, you see that there are two guards there. You ask for anything that you so wish, the doors, they politely nod, say it will be yours, and the doors close, and then eventually, sometime within the next 30 minutes, it is whatever you request, it is yours. Yep, uh, each room has a small balcony that overlooks various aspects of uh, the city and the island. Uh, it is a a, um, a glassed-in balcony. Yep. Uh, but you see, can see uh, over you know uh, over the courtyard of the palace and stuff, and you see that it is paraded by many of the gold warriors and stuff like that. So immediately going to my room in anxiety, petting Simone. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to send a real quick sending to Lamro. Okay. Uh, just real simple. Reply to this message only when someone comes to speak with you. I will scry on you to make sure you're okay. Noted. And with that in mind, that message sent, you all sequestered away. I actually wanted to talk to Venley. Okay. (laughs) With that in mind and that sending sequestered away, we're going to end our episode there. Be excellent to each other. May you always roll with advantage. Good night, everybody. Deuces. Well, you haven't gone running yet. I'm proud of you. And I think it's pretty safe to say you're going to be a fantastic new member of the BFGs. First things first, drinks are on you.